0: Yeah, a Variety of sounds coming out of Toronto. Oh, yeah, but not the one that uh, Joyce will get all upset about. Well, there may be, that may come yet.
1: Oh, that sound.
0: So what did I miss uh, on Martin Luther King Day yesterday?
1: Let's see. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I had uh,
0: had lunch with Joe. Yeah, what a guy, huh? Very nice. Got a great GM at QAM. They oh! like that? Now all we need is a, a two-to-four guy. You see George's pull uh, I uh, helped the remember. showers. Yeah. I beg your pardon? You I helped him with his poll? Oh, no, let's not get into that. Put
1: it together. <laughs>
0: oh, Assemble it. You're the one. Well, well he was a... just
1: looking for uh, names, I gave him.
0: A we'll call. get into that in a minute. Yeah, it's a good thing you put Evan Cohen on there, or uh, what's his name? Uh, Sarney had been all upset. The only problem is he only got seven votes. Hey, Sarney, you can give him all the publicity you want. Nobody knows who that is. What a jackass that Sarney is. Anyway, speaking of a bad officiating, Wow. Yeah. Is that one of the most pathetic? Now, I'm not, see, I'm not one of those poor losers. I mean, when you give the ball away five times like the Patriots did, and, they, and Denver scores four of the times, uh, even over a couple of bad calls, you know, they gave the game away. They could have actually won that game. Didn't play that well, but they should have won the game. They gave it away. Yeah, the but, turnovers, you can't right. win with You five can't turn the ball over five times in a playoff game on the road. But conversely, in a Steeler-Indianapolis game, I'm going to tell you two things, which you already obviously know. Uh, and I got the um, from sportsillustrated.com, com. The NFL says the referee made a mistake. Troy Polamalu caught the ball. Yeah, we
1: talked about that yesterday.
0: I mean, give me a break. He rolled over about eighty-five times. Yeah, I never even saw a dog roll over that many times. And uh, he had the ball for like uh, how many seconds? Would you say Not thirty, 30 man. seconds? Oh no, his uh, knee. Uh, but I mean, about and the referee is full of crap. In addition to which, how about the no call on Randall L. who got tackled and when they were driving for a touchdown that long bomb? I mean, the officiating was just... He got tackled on that play, and they didn't call interference. And then, of course, uh, Cower also almost helped his own cause and blow in the game because instead of... But when he stopped blitzing Manning, when he stopped the all-out blitz... Well, how just, about when they
1: stopped throwing a ball?
0: Yeah. I when mean, he, he shut, shut down his offense, too. Yeah. Yeah, he started playing protect I mean, uh, the lead. I, How many times have you seen a team try to protect the lead and then blow it, yeah, you know? I think they won in spite of Cowher yesterday. They stayed, that's right. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, well, he outcoached Tony Dungy. Well, I didn't say too much. I, I don't he, agree with that. He almost outcoached himself, I, I thought. I, I don't agree that he outcoached yeah, Tony Dungy. I agree. I think, you know, it wasn't
1: Dungy's fault that they lost. They, that's right. Uh, people keep saying that, uh, you know, it was... Uh Dungy gave them too much time off. Well, Seattle had time off, too. It didn't affect them.
0: Yeah. What did I tell you about the Redskins, by the way? Uh, overrated. Yeah. they overrated. They can't have no offense. They can't score yeah, any points. They're well, not going to win
1: too many games with they, ten points. They were scoring 35 points a game until the last week of the season.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, that was not in a playoff game. That was against the girls' teams. Well, it was against the Giants. Like I said, how would the Giants do in this against Dallas. Yeah, like I said, pretty weak uh, division. Uh, I disagree weak with that. Pretty good conference when you come back down to the that NFC. was a I, think NFC blows. I think the NFC is pretty weak, except for the good teams like the Saints. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we don't want to argue about that. when we got important stuff like that poll about who's going to do two to four for Mo. And what are we going to talk about now, I wonder, for the next uh, 80 years?
1: huh? Al Gore's speech. Yeah. I said that to George yesterday, you know, Greg is gone, and no Mo. so we're, yeah. not, we're totally out
0: of material. All the losers <laughs> Nice are, talking uh, with losers. you. All the losers. <laughs> no, yeah, right. That's That was the allegation. What is he going to talk about now if I really... We'll talk about whatever now we want to talk about, including him. But I'll get to that later. Anyway, George's poll, let's see, anyone in suds? Well, that's not going to happen, because obviously with clearance involved here... We're not going to do another non sports Oh, show. that was Got me. It. I said anyone in suds. Oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, maybe you'd like to come back and do a couple hours with them You know, take a little nap, place all your early bets, do <laughs> the early wagering. Come back and do two to four. Uh, see, the the ideal situation, which isn't going to happen, would be Mad Dog two to six. Uh, they already... I think they'd like to see that happen. Yeah, I know that they already tried that. The only problem is, the Man um, being, Dog's not going to do that. Being the smart guy that he is, he's already got this great scan going yeah, that he used to have. Where you, work, where you work four to seven, which usually boils down to four to six thirty because of hockey games and Marlins games and all of these uh, things. Right. So he's not going to, for the same money, do four hours where he's doing most of the time two and a half hours now. You know. He's but about not as good. ready to do four hours as I am. Oh, when does that start? Oh, look at the schedule tomorrow. Hank, 6 to 10. No, All, no, right. No. All right. That
1: will not be happening either. No? No.
0: No, no. Well, we, no we don't have a problem there. we got the uh, big O. And by the way, the big O is doing a hell of a job, 5 to 7. Don't be messing with that. No. He is rock solid. Rock solid. In those early morning hours before yeah. most people are awake. Don't the Herald guy, by
1: the way, had the wrong information on that too.
0: What a Barry Jackass! Right about well, that. Well, he
1: said that uh, there was no interest in Bo Camper. He's got another job or whatever. Bo, there's there is interest
0: there, and I think Bo's yeah. interested too. Oh, Kimbo wants to do two to four. He'd do it. Uh, okay. Well, what what would your pick be between Curtis and Kimbo Camper? I no offense to Curtis,
1: but I would throw
0: Bo in there. You'd throw Bo. Yep. Boy, I'll tell you what, you better, go into, a lot. you better go into training if you're going to be doing that. Yeah. If you can't even handle Raul Bo's Martinez, there's a lot of, of things Bo. going for
1: him. First of all, he He's has... about
0: eight feet tall and weighs about 600 pounds, yeah.
1: Well, he's great
0: with football. He's, and he's man. he uh, He's a good basketball talker. and He's kind of dull. I mean, he's a good guy. I like him a lot. And he's got that cow out there in front of University Dodge. Yeah. The one that they brought in from Dan Dowds. So you would put Curtis in there? I'd I be guys. okay with What's me. What's wrong with developing a young guy Not instead of uh, re, rehashing the same old jocks? You know, yeah. I mean, with all due respect to Kim, who I like a lot, he's uh, dull. I mean, he's a good guy, but dull, kind of like your buddy uh, and can... some of the other dullards. I mean, you know, I mean, look at the people on this list: the Crow. No. This is like a this is a comedy list. Geldy. Oh my God. No. First of all, he can't do it anyway. He's out of town half of the time with those hockey squeaks. The Beast. Eddie Kaye, who's definitely not coming out of his crypt for the daytime hours, not uh, No, he's not going to give up the daytime uh, racetrack. Uh, Joe Zagaki, no comment. Lenny Martez, a little humor there, you know. Jesse Agger I never heard Jesse on the air, so I'm not going to rip him too much. Troy, uh, oh, no comment. And Evan Cohen's only got seven votes. He's in And Defoe, I thought Defoe and Mifo And Joe Rose did well on here. He did better than any of the other sports nerds, but he's under contract over there. Now, that would be good, wouldn't it? That's a no-brainer, but uh, like you say, he's got a contract. Does he really? Yeah. Are you sure of that? Yes. Oh, well, in that case, uh, cross him out. And Suds, it ain't going to happen because they don't want a non-sports show. So uh, Curtis beat I, everybody I can tell you, out.
1: I can tell you this. They would have made that move a long time ago if
0: Joe didn't have a contract. Right. Well, let me just say right now, uh, Joe uh, isn't the one who left on his own. They shoved him out the door. They invited him to leave. But then, yeah, that was the previous regime, you know. Well, let's do lunch, let's do sushi, and then, of course, you go into hiding, yeah. Huh? <laughs> See, rather than talk about your close <laughs> personal <laughs> friend, I'd rather, if we're going to, like, rip an ass to that place, I'd rather rip the other guy that just left a little preceding him. Man, you talk about leaving, just creating a nightmare, a mess, even though, of course, he is our consultant. <laughs> but, uh, wow, just unbelievable stuff. I was thinking about the day that he and Norma Kent were supposed to meet to extend my contract, which eventually happened through a lot of grief, as you know those deals. But, uh, and I did a poll that day. Who's gotten screwed over worst at QAM? I don't remember what precipitated. Uh, maybe it was after one of your suspensions. And uh, so the meeting got canceled. Two o'clock, I call up Norma Kent, my agent, and he says, Oh, uh, Phyllis called to tell me the meeting was canceled. Greg didn't like the tone of your poll today. Oh, <laughs> like a child, man, like an infant. I mean, we're talking about business, and his feelings were hurt. He didn't like the tone of the pull. Like an overgrown child, you know. See, now we're right with now. You met, you know, you met the new guy, and you had lunch with him. Now we're have running a business as opposed to monkey business. That's what was going on before. It was a fraternity. It was Greg's private club, not a not a business.
1: I'll tell you what I like.
0: Yeah, what do you like?
1: The we... emphasis on sales.
0: Yes, that's right. You know, it's already the impact it's had. He's scared the hell out of some of those people.
1: You ain't seen nothing
0: yet, as they really? say. I'm sure that's uh, coming right from the horse's mouth, too. Or my, my phone rang at 2.15. Oh, and by the way, Saturday morning? Holy moly. Guess how many minutes I was at Woodbine Saturday morning? How many? 25. Why? What happened? I just lucked into the good machine, man, and it gave me like uh, it cost me a two hundred and fifty dollar investment, and it gave me a couple of spins, and gave me the two fifty in coins right back. And about ten minutes later, bada bing, there's three thousand on the line, and I ran out of there. I cashed yep. my coins and ran out the door. Now, yesterday that, that was another story, but you don't want to hear about that. That well, was one of those days when chasing paid off. I was losing. My, anybody that says that those machines aren't on computer programs, anybody who tells you that is either ill-informed or just a liar. Because uh, give me a break. I had, just a, not...
1: I had a very good day Saturday at yeah. Santa Anita. Thank God, I, I can't play the racing at, called, at uh, Gulfstream. It's just well, but the Santa Anita card was very playable, and I did well. And then good. Sunday, I had both football
0: winners. It was a good weekend. What's not to like? And I started out losing my ass yesterday, made most of it back with a phenomenal comeback because I found a good machine man. So there you go. You know, when you cut your losings down to almost nothing, you feel like you won a million. Yep. So life is good, man. That's all we can say here at QAM. Life is sweet. Nothing could be sweeter than do, 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 a day without the tweeter. Whoever the tweeter was, I don't know who that is. I don't know. I used to work with a guy in Sarasota. His name was Peter Johns. We used to call him the tweeter. Peter the tweeter? Yeah, Peter the, the tweeter. Well, don't ask me. I don't know. It makes sense of anything. Huh? That's radio.
1: By the way, uh, there will be a memorial for Chuck Saturday. Hank will be there.
0: I thought this afternoon. No, that that was yesterday. yesterday. Did
1: you go? No, we're having one for him at the Olympia Theater Saturday morning. At what time? It's either at ten or eleven. I'll let you know tomorrow. Okay. So how come you weren't there yesterday? Because I'm doing the one here.
0: Oh. Well, yeah, you don't want to go all the way to Boca.
1: No, it's uh, yeah, there was one for his Palm Beach. Guys, I guess, and one for the mm-hmm. ones down here. Well, oh, good. So I'm, I'm working with somebody on it, and uh, it,
0: it'll be great. You know, it'll be a proper tribute. Excellent. Well, well-deserved. Yep. On that note, have a wonderful day. we got to, like, cut these a little bit short now because we actually got some spots oh! on the log these days. Oh, There's by the way, are we going to have yes?
1: uh, something for Mo? What do you mean? Well, he's gone.
0: Oh, right at the beginning, I got a, a new Mo bit. Oh. Okay, I'll be listening. I'll be listening. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Have a nice day. Hasta Manana. And you. No. No.
2: No. 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 All oh, that makes got my butt sore The best years of what remains of my life I gave to this place Just for old time I think I'll go and hail the fumes Of the fleshly and smooth.
3: I've had enough for you to guy.
2: not use an asshole to lie, you bastards would only drop dead and die. I'm going to stay home far away from the end. Absolutely. I'll hand my keys back in for the car that I drove on town. I go to my orifice and clean out my desk. That is if I only had an orifice or a desk, I slap up to poker to the public and watch the shoppers from a bench. Yes. I wonder if Raymond b- b- felt this way <laughs> when he got turned down for a <laughs> day. Noi, 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 I'm leaving here,
3: but
0: you sport hope we they by the last of me. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow. Bye bye bye. How do you like that? Oh, is that mm. that time already? Man, this show went wow. fast, didn't it? Ten thirteen at five sixty. WQAM. No mo. We got a new GM. We got Maddie Bell as the GM at Power ninety six. <laughs> Don't step on him now. Man. All kinds of stuff going on, you know what? Oh, yeah. Maybe the Beasleys finally uh, took some smart pills or something like that. I think they wizened Anyway, let's uh, do uh, the break, okay? Because we, like, backed ourselves in we had a long crossover with the Humper where had a lot to catch up on, including the really bad officiating in the NFL playoffs, really especially in the Steeler-Colts game. That was just pathetic. Even Josh would agree with that. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it was sad. And nearly uh, damn near cost him the game. But anyway, maybe they had a big bet. You know, it's that time of the year again. A lot of you made New Year's resolutions. You want to get rid of that unhealthy, nasty-looking fat. Well, this year you have the best chance. It's Balance for Life, where they bring you the food, that delicious, good stuff, and a little black sack every morning, and you're all set for the whole day. And the Beast is on it, too. And if he ever shows his fat ass in there and starts uh, getting on the scale and giving us some information, we can tell you what his progress is, too. What could be easier than getting three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks delivered every day right to your doorstep in that little black sack and still lose the weight like crazy? Why would you want to join a gym, fight the traffic, or try some of those dangerous uh, pills or that other crap that doesn't work with no results anyway? Sign up for Balance for Life. They give you a weekly menu. You actually pick out the stuff that you want for each meal and snack every day, and they do all the work. They prepare delicious uh, meals. They deliver them right to your doorstep at your work at your home, and the weight uh, pours off your fat ass. So this year, save your life. Get in the zone with Balance for Life. Call them right now toll-free at 1-866-225-4543. That's 1 866 225 4543. Or you can get more information on them on the web at balanceforlife.com. Don't wait. Call them now. Mention Neil Rogers at QM and get two free days of food this week if you uh, mention QM or uh, Old Neil. 1 866 225 4543.
2: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560
4: QAM. Neil God.
5: My admission, I'm a bag
2: who likes chin balls.
5: I'm here to
2: confirm suspicion. It's facts, but that's not all. I'll do anything that moves as long as it's a lie. You fairy! It don't matter to me if it's girls or if it's guys, but I prefer a big brown eye. Reckon. them! In that crowd high, I fly in the needle of the wind You, I got one addition, you watch, know I confess. I found a new addiction. I like to wear a dress. I hope that sport, the pride is I drive
3: no
2: i not the one for the I will be Like a boy the Oh! I'm I, I be the best I like that,
3: like, like, like.
2: You're fair. You're fair. Oh,
0: well, you know, uh, Josh, what story do you think on Saturday that you put on our website had by far and away the most
5: uh, readership? I, I'd i answer that, but I don't remember, you know. Yesterday. Well, how about the one where the headline
0: was, Ricky Martin outraged over controversy caused by his golden shower comment. You remember that story? I do. <laughs> well, that one got I a actually lot read of readers over the weekend, yeah. Uh, well, did you really? So did everybody else. Well. Latin crooner Ricky Martin has expressed outrage over controversy that emerged after he told a leading U.S. music magazine that he enjoyed Golden Showers, the act of urinating on another person. Wasn't that a song by Al Jolson? When Golden Showers send you away. Huh? Remember that? was <laughs> it? I thought or was were... it April, April Golden Showers? <laughs> I knew her. The pop star was especially upset by statements by conservative leaders in his native Puerto Rico who said he should give up his charitable foundation that helps deprived and depraved children. I love giving the golden shower, he told Blender magazine (laughs) earlier. Blender magazine. Oh, man. I've done it before in the shower. It's like so sexy, you know. The temperature of your body in the shower water is very different. But in a statement posted on... And and by the way, for you Ricky Martin fans, if you pick up the uh, National Enquirer, there's uh, quite a picture of him cavorting with one of his male friends on the beach... Uh, you have to see it to believe it. Anyway, it has been in a statement posted on his web page. He said he never thought his comments would lead us to an absurd political discussion that's become sensationalist. In other words, he doesn't he doesn't deny it or retract his statement. He likes it. I demand respect for my foundation and our work," said Martin, who's best known for his 99 hit "Live in La Vida" bent over. <laughs> oh, D. Clark. Well, there's a medley of his smash. Okay, that's enough. Stop with the music already. When Golden Showers. So, uh, Ricky Martin, you know, to each its own, he enjoyed the Golden Showers. Hmm. And, of course, I'm sure that a whole lot more people will read that. you want to read it, if you make copies of it, just send it to all your friends. Post it on the Tea Room Doors all around America. It was on Saturday Stories. Anyway, here's George's pull from yesterday, which, damn it, he stole the pull. I would have taken today, but that's I'll okay. i forget, lazy. No, I had uh, respect. It was Martin Luther King That's Day, and right. I was told to uh, stay the hell away. Now, I wasn't told that. I had just given the option. And so, yeah. naturally, I spent all day plunging my brains out, trying to get my money back, and eventually got a lot of it back. It was brutal. Anyway, who should replace Mo Howard David is the poll question today. Or, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. 1,318 votes. Anyone in Suds? Now, Hank uh, came up with that, he said. I would have thought you would have come up with that. Uh, I think Hank suggested it. Well, I'll be damned. 381 said that. Well, why is Hank suggesting that? I should ask him that. Suds not being a sports guy, maybe Hank realizes we don't need any more sports shows. We already got like, you know, Hank and a Mad Dog and uh, Eddie K at night, and then whatever. It wasn't for suds, Ra- there
1: be no show. There right. be no show. There be no show.
0: 381 said anyone in Suds. So that leads by a zillion miles. But of course, we don't know who that anyone would be. And it doesn't. Just you know, well, what does that mean? Anyone in Suds? Like, uh... like look in the uh, white pages anyway, of the phone like... book and pick a name. Sure. Oh. None to be above 207. That was a strong second place. Joe Rose, 152. But, of course, Joe has got a contract over across the street, which I guarantee you right now, from what I'm hearing, he's probably not too happy about the fact that he's got a contract over there. You know what? Wouldn't you think? I wouldn't He'd probably know. come back in a second now that certain people are gone. But nevertheless... I'd dump the bitch right now. I'm sure. Don't talk about Joe that way you now. Uh, Curtis Stevenson, 133. So, of all the real possibilities, Curtis leads a uh, pretty uh, heavy-duty lead in there. What would you say?
6: Absolutely, and I told him so yesterday afternoon as I saw him. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I gave him my vote. Now, see, Hank goes for uh, Kimba because the two of them are, you know, sports uh, nerds that go way back a long time. And maybe he's intimidated. See, Hank is intimidated by big, like Raul Martinez and Kim, who are like huge guys that could just beat the snot on him, just uh-huh. step on his fat ass. Probably smart. Yeah, Curtis, 133. Orlando, the big... Oh! How do you like that? A real sleeper. He's got 88. He came in the second of Curtis. Rock solid. But uh, he's doing so well there, 5-7. to seven. You know, I'm sure that the new GM, Joe, is not going to want to mess with success. If it works, if it's not broken, don't fix it, right? 5-7 to seven is positively... Rock solid. ...right now. Keep him in there when people are sleeping. Steve Geldy gelstein 72 votes. That's kind of shocking. Although, at least it'll keep you awake in the early afternoon hours. Jeff Defoe to 469. I'm sure he's also got a contract over there, at least we can hope. Uh, Kim Bocamper, Camper, 51. He was kind of like Midland on the list. Uh, in the middle, but not, uh, not, too, you know, not too hot, not too cold, like the porridge. Warren the Crow, Crow, Crow Marty. Now we get into the uh, comedy names. The Crow had 39. The Beast, 33. <coughs> right. Any K-23, who I'm sure prefers being on late at night when it, no, there's no, uh, nobody in the building. Lenny Martez, 18, or Joe Zagaki 19, and Lenny, 18. So easy to forget Joe who needs a personality transplant. Jesse Agler, 15, Troy Stradford, 11. Troy's fallen many notches in a lot of our uh, minds lately. By the way, how are we doing, Troy, with anything? Oh, that's right. And Evan Cohen had solamente siete, only seven. That's because nobody knows who he is. He might be the best thing since sliced bread, but nobody ever heard of him in spite of Jim Sarney's Herculean efforts to make him into a superstar. There isn't one column about local sports talk that Jim Sarny doesn't go on and on. Oh, Evan Cohen, 760 in Palm Beach. 760 to most of us is WJR in Detroit, where J.P. McCarthy is uh, doing shows from the other side now. How many years have he been dead? He's been dead a long time. Mm-hmm. So at any rate, Evan Cohen was uh, dead last with only seven votes. So I, I don't know. Maybe he's great. You never heard of him, right? No. Nope. Josh never heard of him the yeah. attempt. How uh, many times we read the Jim Sarneys crap? So i kind of like, I still say Curtis. Let's put a vote in for Curtis. Oh! Okay. And let me just say this, okay, before we move on, because I know you already got one crank called yesterday, and it's fine with me. I could care less. Well, you guys, what you want, and you finally forced uh, the guy out the door. Uh, I was asked about that la- My. uh 30-minute conversation last week with Joe Bell about, about that situation and I gave him a little bit of background about the hostility in the building but I said don't uh, put me in that position because I really I don't uh, play that game I'm not going to be involved in other people's so I had nothing to do with that I didn't say yes no whatever do whatever you want you know and uh, they had their little uh, lunch and it was decided uh, you know would you like to stay or would you like us to pay you off for two months to go away now and the most uh, uh, and of course who the hell wouldn't right right if somebody gives you a chance of getting paid for two months to go out and play golf and uh, listen to the radio at home all day. I have no uh, You'd probably take the money, right? That's and run. Take the money and run. So we certainly, I'm sure that there are people in the building who wish Mo all the best. I don't know who they might be, but maybe if you think hard, you'll come up with a name. Think about it for a couple hours.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wish him all the best in his future endeavors, or at whatever place he decides to terrorize next. 26 past 10 at 560 WQAM with lightning quick speeds, the latest features in security, Comcast high-speed internet leaves DSL in the dust. And today you can get on board for just 9.95 a month for three months. With an always-on connection speed of 6 megabytes, Comcast high-speed internet is up to four times faster than DSL 1.5 and up to 100 times faster than dial-up. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, or just surfing your favorite sites, Comcast Reliable Fast Connection means you'll be flying through the Internet. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast High Speed Internet, you get instant access to free features like The Fan, Video Mail, Comcast Rap Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts, just to name a few. Not only that, but you get McAfee security tools included, so you can be assured that your Internet experience will always be safe. And secure. So what are you waiting for? Start doing more faster than ever. Sign up for Comcast High Speed Internet today for just nine ninety five a month for three months. You'll wonder how you ever managed to live without it. Call in Broward nine five four Comcast or in Dade three zero five Comcast today. Call for details. Certain restrictions apply. In Broward nine five four Comcast or in Dade of course three zero five Comcast. This
2: is Neil Rogers.
0: This is
2: five sixty Q A M. <laughs> Doctors, you've got to let us know what's up with Barry Elot. Some days you say that he is fine. Some days you say he has that line. So come on and let us know. Will he stay or will he go? I'm dying over here. He would not fake fake fake. Oi. He had a stroke for heaven's sake. I think someone is telling lies. Don't even know if he's alive. Maybe he's doing just so so. What's up with Ariel Sharon?
0: I will say this his doctor told him to go on a diet. What a sense of humor, huh? Don't you think maybe a little bit late? Oh, yeah. well, look at that. Israel's old mayor, or old whatever this guy's name, wants Palestinian peace talks. Oy vey. We don't want to do that because it will spoil everybody's fun. That I mean, why should there be peace over there? They've been killing each other for thousands of years, and that's what keeps it interesting. Anyway, now let me just say this that's very exciting for all of us, is that this Mo situation, which has festered for what, what did you say, about four years? Okay. That unlike our previous regime, we now have a general manager who is uh, decisive. In other words, the sales uh, situation of Hank evidently indicated they must have discussed it their clandestine uh-huh. lunch. Uh, all, all of these. Uh, all of these things. things. Here's a guy that comes in and a hands-on situation, deals with them, doesn't let them fester or rot or create uh, all of this crap that goes on. See, that's a bad situation when management just like kind of like hands off to the extent that they look the other way and just uh, don't get involved and let bad things fester. You know, this guy's Mr. TCB. That's right. Then all of a sudden you have like a like a smell of a dumpster, like rotting garbage, you know? Yeah, well, like when you walk into our building <laughs> up, up until uh, about a week or two ago, you smell, ooh, man, what's that? Somebody must have cut some really bad cheese. No, that's not it. It was the festering all the uh, hookworms and <laughs> ringworms and the, oh, man. You could just smell it from like a mile away. In fact, people over there at, the, uh, at that old farts home after were swooning just from the aroma coming through the window. Of course, that could have been the dingleberries, but nevertheless... So, thanks to Joe Bell for, like, uh, you know, one way or the other handling things and uh, moving on as opposed to, like, this, this previous kind of, like, uh, in a dream world regime. You know, I, I don't know what he was thinking. Well, I do know what he was thinking, but let's not get into that. I just, I don't want to, like, dwell on this because I you know we have a lot of non sports people out there, including George, but I do think it's worth uh, the uh, Sports Illustrated in it. And also, a lot of people I noticed are reading this on our website. Even Josh probably read it. By the
6: it. way, I mentioned, but I left it to you about, uh, uh, what's his name, Diane? Mark Potvan or something?
0: What about him? Nothing. Well, why happened. is that important? Because he's a kind of uh, Denise Potman? I guess that's why. why. Why is that? Why would you even mention I, I that? I would never mention that. Wouldn't you? No. He was 38. So? Was there's people the like uh, 28 that die every day. Do you have any idea who Mark Potfan was? Just from you mentioning it. I, n- I never mentioned Mark Potfan. Well, I don't even know them. who the hell he was. He was related to Denise Potfan. You got there the you wrong go. Potfan, man. Oh, sorry. You were hoping for Denise Potfan to be dying. Was right now. now you're talking, see? i never heard Now of you're talking my language. What? I never heard of him. Who? Get out of <laughs> here. Mark Podfan, my ass. Get out of here. The NFL says the referee made a mistake. Troy Polamalu caught the ball. Boy, great player. Bad hair, but he's a great player. Even Josh would agree with that. Definitely bad hair. You don't think he's a hell of a player? Yeah, I do. I think he's good. But league no, Yeah, he's a great player. He right. made a lot of big plays in that game. He's known anyway, for David. the bad
5: hair, though. Come on.
0: I don't care about his hair. Duferi. The league acknowledged Monday that referee Pete Morelli, who, this this referee, is, uh, he ought to be in jail. When, after that long, long uh, review, and then he comes up with that kind of a ruling, he erred when he overturned the replay on Palomalu's interception on a Peyton, Sandy Peyton Manning. By the way, uh, Peyton, Duferi. passed Sunday in the playoff game between the Colts and the Steelers. Mike Pereira, the league's vice president of officiating, said in a statement that Morelli should have let the call in the field stand. It was an interception. He fumbled it, uh, kicked it out of his hand, fumbled it, and recovered his own fumble. Steeler ball. First down. What kind of... Cr- so they let the... Uh, somebody must have had a big bet on that game. I don't want to see who it might have been. What kind of crap was that? He maintained possession long enough to establish a catch, Pereira said. Therefore, the replay review should have upheld the call in the field. It was a catch and a fumble. And he recovered his own fumble. Steeler ball. First down. After the reversal, made with 5.26 left, and Pittsburgh's went over to Colts. Indianapolis went on to score a touchdown and a two-point conversion, shaving the lead to 21-18. And then, of course, the fumble on the two-yard line. The, the bus, uh, almost had a bus wreck there, didn't we, on the right at the goal line? And then, of course, thank goodness that Mike Vanderjack, wide right, missed the 46-yard field goal. It would have uh, tied up the game, and it would have been a, gross, a uh, Rex Grossman of injustice if that would have happened. How about the Bears, by the way? Do they suck or what? Yeah. Actually, they made it closer than I thought it would. Nothing game. could be finer than to lose to Carolina. They, I thought Carolina let them back in the game also. I thought they uh, kind of stunk the joint out there late. But nevertheless. hey, As long as the Patriots are gone. Like I said, it's not important that the Patriots won, but that the Colts lost, okay? Whatever Listen, you say. Listen, do you think that I really expected them to beat Denver in Denver? No. Yeah, not, yeah you no, did. No, I did not. No, I, I hoped for it, but I didn't expect it. No, you're wrong. I, I anticipated the worst, and they played as bad of a game as they could. Five turnovers, and they deserved to lose. Bye-bye, you know. Although at least they got three Super Bowl rings. How, how about the Bucks? They got one. How about the Dolphins? Oh. Anyway, speaking of local issues, the Beasley—that the Beasleys are all over the place. This is really incredible. You know, it is plain language. Everywhere you look, you got Joe Bell's the new GM. Greg is our consultant. <laughs> oh man, that—that that would be like. You know what that's like? That would be like. Adolf Hitler being a consultant on uh, Jewish-Christian relations. You call
2: that a consultant?
0: <laughs> yeah. That would be like Michael Jackson being a consultant on uh, fathering. You know, it just, wow. It would be like a uh, Catholic priest giving uh, instructions on marriage to uh, young people. <laughs> and they do. Oh, I know. That's why I'm saying <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, for 30 years now, I've been asking, anybody ever meet a straight priest? And the answer is still, no, no you have two categories. You have those priests who are gay yes. and those who are liars. Anyway, Beasley elevates Bell to Power GM, and this is, of course, little Maddie Bell. All right. Yeah, stay on your side of the building, by the way, Maddie. We, we took a poll before the show, and uh, unanimous. Everybody says, hey, uh, we won't step on you, but uh, stay over there with power. Don't come anywhere near us. And don't be interfering in Neil's show, and don't be picking on little George anymore. He just likes picking on you because uh, you're almost as short as he is. Almost. almost. Yeah, Maddie Bell, he comes up to George's knees, which always comes in handy, by the way. Anyway, Matty steps up from his longtime role as general sales manager of Beasley's CHR Rhythmic Power 96 Miami to take on additional responsibilities for programming and promotional activities at the station. He replaces Greg Reed, who left when his contract expired at the end of 2005. Bell will report directly to Beasley President and CEO, Oh, Oh, Bruce Beasley, who I understand was in the building. They had a meeting for about two minutes the other day to announce this. Right. Matty said,
4: "We're going to be number one
0: at Power," and that was the end. That everybody said, "Okay, go home." Go all the way back to Boca, wherever you came from, for this important two-minute meeting. Well, I got a chance to eyeball Bruce Beasley. Isn't that worth driving all the way from wherever they came from? Oh, no. I'm
6: sorry. I was listening to the TV.
0: Matthew is devoted, <laughs> has devoted his broadcasting career to the Miami market and has been instrumental in the long-term success of Power 96, But Beasley says. We don't know where Kid Curry went, by the way. Has he, anybody seen him lately? No. No. I'm delighted that Matt has agreed to take on these additional responsibilities. I'm confident that Beasley and Power 96 will maintain their leadership positions in this important market, their positions. Got to say that right. Being actively involved in the emergence and growth of power to become one of Miami's leading radio stations has been a driving force and highlight of my career, Bell says. I look forward to also messing up with George and trying to get him fired. And the tattling to Greg Reed. He was one of Greg's uh, moles, you know. You do understand that. All you people out there in the audience, that's why we pick on Matty Bell. He was part of that inner circle. And now as a reward for his suck-upsmanship, he gets uh, to be GM. <laughs> what? Don't you like that word, did suck-upsmanship? You, did you copyright that word? or can yes. other people use Yes. Uh, in fact, Pat Ryan <laughs> and I have copyrighted it <laughs> before the show. Bell says, I look forward to working with an exceptional team of people and together furthering Power 96's enduring popularity, playing a lot more of that filthy music while focusing on new avenues of growth. The 28-year broadcast industry veteran, Bell, began his career at WQAM. Miami's is an AE, is a Greg Reed uh, Sucksman. He has served in the role of GSM at what? Well, if there's going to be Sucksmanship, there's going to be Sucksman. At power for 20 years, was named Beasley General Manager, General Sales Manager of the Year in 87-99. And you go, Matty, you little Scorpio. you silly person. Well, it goes to show you. It goes to show you. It's a good lesson for all you kids out there. If you suck up heavy duty, man, for years and years and years, you move your way to the top, so to speak. At any rate, Maddie Bell is uh, still around. So it goes to show you nothing's perfect. And that sales department, I guess those people are probably like having Green Apple stuff today after hearing about Hank's uh, commentary on his meeting with Joe Bell. Wouldn't you think? I would think. Wow. going to be some heads rolling back there instead of putting up with his, Oh, well, we can't sell it. The rates are too high. Oh, we can't do this. And who are those guys on here anyway? Yeah. yeah. A revolving door we had down there. See, so it goes to show you that in spite of the fact there are a few uh, idiots out there think that I'm a hard ass and that I pick on people, uh, you know, I, if people do a good job, I'll log them from here to the end of the world, you know? Like Mad Dog, for example. Am I ever going to pick on him? No. Even if he is from Michigan, you know? Nobody's perfect. But uh, people that aren't doing a job, because, see, I know this comes as a great surprise to some, including your buddy Troy. I show up every day, at least verbally anyway, to do a job. Not not uh, for monkey business, but for real business. That's what I show up for. If I want to do monkey business, there's nobody in that building I want to do monkey business with. Trust me when I tell you. Believe me. 400. Well, let's uh, do the break, and then we'll do today's poll. Thanks, by the way, to uh, Sean out there. Thank God that, for that. Because po- when I came back from Woodbine yesterday, about 6.30 last night, I looked down here. I, I knew you would do it, too. I mean, there was no doubt. Oh, it was, yeah, the, that's it, it was the right thing to do. You know, like Tessio said, it was a smart move. To do that uh, poll about who's going to replace Moe to the foe. Right. And, uh, that was the Curtis
6: poll of the day, by the way.
0: Really? Yeah. In other words, you had a preliminary one before I that? Just a little uh, homeless poll. A homeless poll about what? About beating homeless to death? Stuff? Yeah. Do you oh, think it's a more good idea or, one, anyway. or should you use a paintball gun? Mm. 1042 at 560 WQAM. Dry Concepts is the best carpet cleaning company in the universe. I've used them for over 20 years in my homes. I wouldn't dream of calling anybody else. And now they want to make your life a lot easier. During this month, during January, Dry Concepts encourages everybody to take advantage of their outstanding maintenance contract. Dry Concepts maintenance contract gives you savings and real peace of mind to enjoy the benefits of their planned carpet dry cleaning service. Not only will you save 50% off the regular prices, but you'll also enjoy the added benefit of knowing that Dry Concepts will be there when you need them. Dry Concepts is dedicated to the clean carpet approach as opposed to the common clean, dirty carpet approach. Don't be fooled by those 1995 specials that leave your carpet soaked for days on end without treating the problems that really made them filthy in the first place. You made an investment in your carpets, upholstery, and drapery. Let Dry Concepts protect that major investment. Their professional staff fully certified, their t- service and standard are absolutely positively unmatched. So take the worry out of having your home sanitized all year long by signing up for Dry Concepts. Maintenance program. Call today in Dave Brown in the Palm Beaches. It's a toll-free call. You'll be glad you did, believe me. 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or on the Wicked Web, it's dryconcepts.com. This
2: is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
1: Take off those checkered pants.
2: Yo, what's up? This is Marcus Vick. Former Virginia Tech and soon-to-be NFL quarterback. Yo, have you heard about the hottest new dance in the ghetto?
3: Uh-oh.
2: Well, yo, do me one favor, baby. Lay on the ground. Uh-huh. No problem. Snap. That's close. Stop. What? The new dance is called stop. You lay your hoes on the ground and stomp on them. Snap. Nah. Stomp. Snap. I said it's called Stop! Stomp. stomp. That's right, baby. This is Marcus Vicks saying, stomp them ho!
0: Stop! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Too many Vicks around, I think, although I do love Vicks on my throat in the wintertime. Man. I was enjoying something. You know anybody right? who doesn't like sniffing Vicks? I love it. Other people don't. Really? Really. Are you serious? I what have... about
5: Josh? You ever use Vicks? Yeah, it's, like it's got its purpose. I don't know what that means.
0: I'm not asking about Vaseline. I'm talking about Vicks. Yeah, it's okay. It's got its purpose? What, what does that mean? Sounded like something really sub-rosa to me. Let's hear a little bit more about that. I wonder where uh, Josh is sticking the old Vicks. So it's a little bit on the um, uh, strong side to be... uh, uh, Well, I don't want to get into it. burns. Wow. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, Josh has got the Vaseline jar confused with the Vicks jar. No wonder it's got that burning love. Anyway, this just in. To our newsroom. <laughs> our newsroom. Oh, by the way, the Steelers won. There's some news. Lisa, and I, I never really liked the Steelers until they were playing the Colts. Isn't it interesting how your allegiances changed? And the Patriots lost. Mm-hmm. That's news. And the Bucks lost the week before that. Didn't win their playoff game the first one at all. They got the, their clock cleaned. I just thought I'd mention that again, too, if you want to start off with that. How many playoff games did the Bucks win this year, Mr. Smartass?
5: How many turnovers did they have in their
0: game? Now, how many games did they win in the playoffs this year, Mr. Uh, Buckman? Anyway, uh, Supreme Court upholds Oregon's suicide law. Another, another shot at the Bush administration. All right. Oh! The Supreme Court with Chief Justice John Roberts dissenting, of course, upheld Oregon's one-of-a-kind physician-assisted suicide law today, rejecting a Bush administration attempt to punish doctors who help terminally ill patients die. Oh, Dr. Jack Kevorkian, where are you now? Still in jail in Michigan, no doubt. Justices on the 6-3 vote said the 97 Oregon law used to win the lives of more than 200 seriously ill people trump federal authority to regulate doctors. That means the administration improperly tried to use a federal drug law to prosecute Oregon doctors who prescribe overdoses. Then Attorney General John Ascroft vowed to do that in 2001, saying that doctor assisted suicide is not a legitimate medical purpose. Justice Anthony Kennedy, writing for the majority, said the federal government does indeed have the authority to go after drug dealers and pass rules for health and safety, but Oregon's law covers only extremely sick people, those with incurable diseases, whom at least two doctors agree to have six months or less to live, and are of sound mind. Unlike, of course, Terry and her. That's another story altogether. Today's decision is a reprimand of sorts for Ascroft. Kennedy said the authority claimed by the Attorney General is both beyond his expertise and incongruous with the statutory purposes and design. All right! The authority desired by the government is inconsistent with the design of the statute and other fundamental respects. The Attorney General does not have the sole delegated authority under the law, Kennedy wrote for himself, retiring Justice Sandra Gay O'Connor and Justices John Paul Stevens, David Souter, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Stephen Breyer, who makes one hell of a good ice cream. Roberts and Justices Clarence Token thomas and Antonin Scalia, of course, dissented. And now they're going to have this other fascist on there, Alito, and oh boy. But at any rate, still would have uh, been uh, struck down. Five to four, you see what I'm saying? That's right, and oh, Ray Nagin, old noggin head. I'm gonna start calling him Ray Nagin. He's lost it, Whew. big time. He's the Pat Robertson of New Orleans now. Maybe Says that stress. God is punishing. Well, we'll get to that yeah, story. It's so very cracked. sad. And we got the Al Gore story. Says Bush repeatedly and persistently broke the law. Did you talk about that yesterday? No, I did not. not. Come it he was speaking while you were on. Scalia, writing the dissent, said that federal officials have the power to regulate the doling out of medicine. Oh yeah, Dole my ass. <laughs> I like that. Although I do like your pineapple. How's Bob Dole's hand? Is that healing up or what? What happened to his hand? Okay, that's a little war wound, you know? Oh, yeah. And Admiral Stockdale, is he still dead? Yes. 469 votes. What's the worst thing about religion? That's uh, one of uh, Sean's polls. Thanks again, Sean. We need your help badly on these polls, especially when George stole my poll yesterday. That was sneaky. Sneaky. Why didn't you just stick with the first one? About, uh, what was it about?
6: About... The real thing was, uh, should do the homeless have the right to camp and sleep in public places?
0: That's an excellent poll. So why don't we leave that one on the whole day and uh, we'll do the one again. Okay, the worst thing about religion, breeds hate and intolerance, 162. The whole world, man, 95% of the hatred exists because of religion and race. That's what it's all about. Oh, well, it's the Pashtuns and it's the uh, uh, Kurds and the Ways and the Shiites and the uh, Jews and the Orthodox and the uh, Conservative and the Reform and the uh, Catholics and the Russian Orthodox and the Greek Orthodox. Those Greek, right? Well. We know their story. We know the inside story on those Greeks. Religion breeds hate and intolerance, 162, and you folks have got your thumb right on it, okay? Spawns Violent Fanatics 98, which of course comes out of that first part. Most of these are like tied together. It's all bullshit 72. Nothing like lying to your kids and brainwashing them and then pointing the finger at uh, the cultists. Uh, oh, they brainwashed Patty Hurst and they brainwashed this one and uh, J- uh, Bob Jones or whoever the hell it was, Jim Jones. Whatever his name was. Mark uh, Potman. It's all bullshit 72. I think you got Mark Pot confused with uh, the Felix Pot van Denise Pot van oh, all uh, those pot vans. You better get your pot band straight, Mr, because you sure don't know your pot from your van. They're all the same to me. Probably got some pot in your van right now. I have a van? Keeps people on your uh, what's well, close? Keeps people stupid, sixty seven. That's right. Makes people like superstitious and ooh, blah 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 blah, blah like people thousands of years ago, here's the YouTube. the year two thousand and six. We're destroying the planet. The ice caps are melting. Pretty soon Florida's gonna be underwater. Pretty soon, uh, Holland will all be underwater. once those dikes blow? Uh, nothing. We need it badly, 32. 6.6% of you think uh, 32 people out of uh, 479 say, oh, we need religion badly. Right. As uh, the Chinese say, "Doctors Hubin? impede scientific progress, 22. A great waste of time and money, 11. And encourages overpopulation, only 7. I- I'm sorry. Wake-up call needed here. Only seven say encourages overpopulation. It's like, it's, like, it's like a procreating game, man. Who can have the most babies between the Orthodox Jews and the Catholics and the Mormons and all these... Uh, all of these, all of these getshkes, man. Reproducing like rabbits. Oh, but that quality of life. Don't start that stuff again because we know that's the secular humanist. That's, that's, you know, a secret ooh. That's a catchphrase. You know, it's like a signal. Like the hand, like, you know, scratching the uh, palm of somebody's hand with your uh, index finger? Right. Or the middle finger is even worse. That's what Ricky Martin said in the middle of his golden shower. Remember that song by Al Jolson? I bet you a book of Brian knew a great pick. When golden showers come sprinkling your way, you know, like that. It makes you kind of gay. Yeah, something like that. I mean, that, that story is just so amazing, you know. Hey, Ricky, why don't you just come out? Fairly- well, you weren't. I haven't been fooling anybody except the dumbest of women, you know. See, we were talking before the show about women and uh, their taste in men. Yeah. Uh, there are a whole lot of women who are, like, obsessed with uh, people at their Rhythm of the Rain. Right. Cascades. Right. 61. Uh, anyway, what was I going to say before you interrupted me? I like Ricky that song. How women are obsessed with faking uh With, uh, gay. yeah. Like Enrique and Ricky Martin and uh, Tony Geary. And uh, I can understand uh, Ricky Martin because once upon a time he looked pretty good. Now he looks like hell on wheels. Uh, Enrique, of course, is a beautiful uh, guy. But uh, some of these people, like Tony Geary, who was on General Hospital, he may still be on, it. I don't know, it's a bad soap. Uh, don't drop it. Uh, in fact, I hear that the General Hospital is being replaced by body wash. Remember Tony Geary, Luke and Laura? Puke and Laura, I used to call him. I mean, he is, oh, such a, and not only a grotesque, but also, Gay. you know, and the women just were swooning from her, from him, from it. I told you the criteria. What is that? That if they it's were on, on the yeah. If it's on TV or in the movies, That's if it. it's on a screen, or, or maybe in one of those magazines, yeah, one of those sure. star magazines, then the women are obsessed. Ah, you know, like that. But I don't think that the men are all that much different. Uh. Yeah, to an extent, sure. Some but of these I... uh, so-called stars that they get upset. Uh, how about Paris Hilton? There's another example. Right. If you saw Paris Hilton walking in the in the uh, Sawgrass Mall or the uh, Dayland or somewhere, you saw Paris Hilton, you'd say, "Oh, what a skanky bitch!" It wouldn't matter ben. where I
6: saw her. That would well, be uh, that's what I'm saying.
0: But because of the fact she's uh, got all that cash and she's now a uh, superstar on TV and she's like even on your pop-up toaster when you wake up. You know, oh, she's hot! Did you see that video, George? I'll never forget that guy that called you breathlessly that day uh-huh. after the Paris Hilton sex video came out. Oh, did you, of course, like like pa- bypassing me because right, I'm this right. old fag. You know yeah, what do you know? Uh, right. What would I know about porno? And the video did you, did confirmed it. That? As if anybody in their right mind, any uh, any human being would want to see her doing anything. By the way, the video Man.
6: confirmed it. What's that?
0: She sucks. I'm going back to Woodbine now. I have a little more to catch up from yesterday. You know, uh, you're just incorrigible, man. You're like Peck's little bad boy. Who? 501 votes on the poll about religion. Get rid of it already. Stop brainwashing your kids. Stop sending them to school with those little schmatzes on their head. Stop with them rosary beads and all these other chavkeys already. Important things are going on in the world, like ball games and stuff. This Get is your right news. This is 560 G A
2: M.
7: This is the Neil Rogers Show.
2: This is your brain. Any questions? From the creators of Dancing
7: with the Stars and Skating with the Stars comes a brand new reality show that will change the face of television. You'll see Kelly Ripa, Randy Jackson,
2: Ben Vereen,
7: Janice Dickinson, Wilmer Valderrama, and Winona in Pooping with the Stars.
2: We love Pooping with the
7: Stars! Since America seems to want to watch everything celebrities do, we're taking the most personal five minutes of their day and putting it on television. You'll see it all. From the occasional coolie rash to the cold water
3: splash,
7: it's Pooping with the Stars. Pooping rocks, man! You'll learn the celebrity philosophies behind the number two skidoo and the secret puzzle maneuver employed in public bathrooms and on-set movie RVs. Don't miss a second of this season's hottest reality show,
2: Pooping with the Stars.
4: Hello, I'm William Valderrama. Fez from
2: the 70s show. Watch me poop.
7: All celebrities have waived their rights to privacy and decency, but hey, that's why they're stars. Some scenes may be upsetting the younger viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Hey,
2: poopies!
7: It's Pooping with the Stars with your host, Jenny McCarthy. This
6: winner on Fox.
0: Now, I don't know if you were listening carefully to that, but you noticed the montage of all the uh, game show themes in the background?
6: I I didn't write them all down, but I did notice No, but you
0: you noticed that? Uh Uh-huh. There was What's My Line, and it was like, uh, whatever, a whole bunch of other stuff in there. In fact, that'd be a good quiz for those uh, tickets for Aerosmith. Oh, and we're going to be playing that twice today, right? Correct. When you hear that uh, sounder, where, where, where it goes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But not, not right around. now. And we got the two pair today and two pair for tomorrow for the Aerosmith concert on uh, this Thursday, isn't it? Thursday the 19th at the uh, Bank Atlantic Yenta Center over there in Sunrise? The Bank United the Bank Center. Bank United. United. Bank Atlantic Center <laughs> in uh, Sunrise. You idiots. Oh, I heard, uh, yeah, a friend of mine went to a U.N. basketball game, unfortunately. And, uh, man, was it, maybe, maybe, yeah, he was the one telling me that there's nobody there. Nobody goes to those games. Or maybe you were telling me. Somebody told me at the Bank United Center. Well, we need a new arena on campus, and then they'll really support our team. No, we won't. No, they don't. They don't care. I'm, you know, we, here's the lineup for today. We got uh, at 2. We have no idea. Now, Clarence was in there. We popped in about 9.30 this morning. And uh, told us nothing, which is typical. Mad Dog 4 to 7, Curtis 7 to 10, so that kind of like takes care of that, I guess, unless he's doing double duty. Eddie K. at 10 o'clock tonight. So that's the line. We've got no games, no uh, BS. But we just don't know who's going to be on 2 to 4. Who would you like to hear between 2 and 4 is the obvious question. See, I would like to pick up, eventually, after I get through with my 85,000 stories here, I'd like to uh, find out a little bit more about that 2 to 4. Like what? Like, Like, what are they thinking? You know, what do you think? We don't want to, like, uh, send the audience across the street or down the road or up to Grandma's house Two to the We'd like to keep some people around now at the mole man do, 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 has do. Decided to take the cash and split. Tell me QAM. Hello. QAM. Yes, hello. I've got a request. Yeah.
8: Uh, <laughs> sitting on a bench in Delray, uh it those idiots at the Boyd uh, parking lot on uh, Congress.
0: Do you have any idea what that man just said? No. No. The boys' parking lot on Congress. Maybe that was the uh, clock running in the beginning. Maybe his time is running out. We can only hope. Look at that phone, baby. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon singular wireless line. You probably milked that for all it was worth yesterday. That's probably finished. Well... What? Well, it was the right thing to do. I understand that, but uh, you know, leave a little uh, milking for this old coon. That's to why do. I sent you
6: that fax. I could have just uh, coveted it over here, you know, hoarded yeah. those ideas.
0: Right. I don't. Maybe they just they want dead air between two and four. Maybe we'll just do an extra two well, hours today. Do what do you think? No. No, <laughs> no chance. WDQAM, Hello.
8: Yeah, happy now? He got
4: rid of Mo. Yeah and... we got rid of Mo. yes. What did I tell you this morning? What did I tell you? My oh, yeah. psychic
0: powers didn't take a genius to figure that out. I couldn't care less one way or the other. How do you like that?'t uh, I was asked about it. I said, I'm not getting involved. Do whatever you like." And uh, they did. In addition to which, there's the old saying about somebody who makes his own bed now he has to weep and sleep in it, and that's exactly what that guy did. When he came in, he was welcomed with open arms and legs, okay? The problem is he had no sense of humor, and because of the fact that George made fun of his checkered pants and his pasty wig, right away, oh, how could you talk about it? And, and from the very beginning, it was like an all-out war with everybody in the building. Uh, so you that's can ask, correct. You can ask everyone in the building the same question. Are you happy now? And everybody would say yeah. probably yes. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi. W-I-D? I mean, W. Oh, w- my. W- what, what did you say?
2: <laughs> what call did you say? <laughs>
0: WIOD. Oh,
8: I'm sorry. I, you took me lying. I'm sorry. I meant WFM.
0: Thank God, man. Don't make that mistake ever again. W-I-O-D? W-I-O-D. Hate I Hate I that station, ready, sir. Go ahead.
8: Uh, so I just I was listening to Mr. Mandich last uh, Friday, and they were doing a
1: mo departure, getting everyone's uh, comments on it. Yeah. There was one, uh, one. And by the way, before I'm over though, you, you're not going to pay uh, more royalties on this stuff, are you?
3: No, we absolutely but, are not.
1: But I think you would like this. One caller called in and um uh, his comment about Mo leaving was doy da doy, doy da doy, doy doy doy, doy doy doy. doy. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. I hear the doys are back in town. They're gonna to be uh, they're gonna be doing the uh warm up for Aerosmith on Thursday. Seventy AM, hello. Yeah hi, Neil, I'm sorry Yes, sir. speaker Let me Yes.
1: Good morning. When is this? Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny you say you had nothing to do with it, but on a daily uh, basis, you provide a forum to actually bash Mo, don't you? Meaning what? Meaning that it's with these, I mean, they're hysterical bits. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but you,
8: <laughs> in, in, in effect, Mo, Mo didn't providing leave. that Mo didn't, leave.
0: Mo didn't leave because of the bits, okay? In fact, we provided him with more publicity in the last four years than anybody else could have for a billion dollars. Okay, if he would have run with it and had a sense of humor, that wouldn't, that wouldn't have been a problem. And that wasn't the problem.
8: You could have made him a, a bigger monster than he already was.
0: I beg your pardon? No, I, I don't think that's possible.
8: Yeah. Uh, they, the, the, the classic one was when he stole the pizza and
1: he couldn't be big enough of a boy to admit to the fact that, hey.
0: Yeah, but he, now you're making him out to be a bigger monster than he was. See, there you go. Calling the, pop calling the kettle pink. Shame on you. You fairy. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
8: Uh, it's
1: great to
0: hear you. Happy New Year. Uh, back to you. Happy Shavuos, man.
1: Uh, Mo went out with more grace and dignity than he ever displayed in the time he was on the air.
0: Well, don't you think that might have had something to do with the contractual of paying him off for two months? In other words, if somebody's going to oh, pay I'm... you off, they lay the ground rules of what's going to go down. You know what I'm saying?
7: Ab- absolutely. Now, he came in absolutely. years ago, and the, and the only reason he got that show is because they, they, he was doing the
0: a... Right. In fact, there he is right now. He's probably calling in for his royalties. Don't you hate that when they start with that call waiting? Because one of their boyfriends hears their voice on uh-huh. the phone, and right away they're calling him.
4: Hey, I hear you on the radio. Is that you? Is that...?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Oh, I know. Make no mistake about it. You can smell it. Uh, WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
8: Uh, did Mo move out, or are you all sleeping in separate rooms now?
0: In separate rooms. He's oh. in the uh-huh. bottom bunk. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh.
0: WQAM, hello. Bailey. Yes, sir. How you doing, Pally? All right.
8: Hey, man, I just want to let you know I'm getting out of here.
1: I'm
0: going to Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, right. oh a bad move. Really? If you think uh, South Florida is uh, decrepit and old, well, you will love it there.
8: Yeah, I, th- I was out there for vacation, and I had a what great did time. What do you like about it? Uh, it's away from South Florida, and there's living mm-hmm. and breathing people there.
0: Really? I never saw any, but man, there must be hiding.
8: And there's hardly any sparses.
0: <laughs> 5670560. Oh, Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WDQIM, hello. Hello. Yes.
8: Do you want to know what that old Facata was talking about when he said Du Bois?
3: Yeah.
8: It is actually this ponderous vegetable like supermarket in Delray where all the old folks come out and snore.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, kind of like uh, Schloimiers or whatever that place used to be in Sunrise that finally closed down, where the old farts, uh, the old Jews, put them out of business.
8: Exactly.
0: They couldn't. They couldn't hire enough ankle paramedics.
8: <laughs> I know. I avoid it like the plague myself.
0: Yeah, they, they attack you with a shopping cart. Out
4: of my way, Sonny. I want the prune juice. You're in my way. That's so true. You're so right. I know it. Anyway, you have a great day. Thanks for being there. You make
0: my day better every well, day. Well, that says that tells me a lot about your day. I know it's not so bad. <laughs> nice. I know I know where you are. Uh, say Thank goodbye. See. Bye. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. Uh, let's see. We got the Al Gore story. I got a lot of stuff here. I, I, you know, it is interesting to get some of these calls. And of course, uh, you're the one. You yeah, right. These people loved it. There wasn't one bit that we play, including the ones that will continue coming. But do, 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 See, do, 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 there's something yeah. a lot of you don't understand. I guess he didn't understand either. And that is that Volker Bryan, being the chicken necked wrinkled-up old genius that he is, bald-headed geek, uh, invented two characters who are very amusing and very entertaining, right. uh, Moe and Gildy. And, of course, they were patterned after real-life people, but the fact of the matter is that they were both much more amusing and entertaining than <laughs> either or both of the... Huh? Right. You know exactly what I'm saying. I think the, that should be the show from 2 to 4. Two to four, the Moe and show with the chicken neck. I said a long time ago that he would be, I, I don't think so, though. Some people are good uh, with the bits, and they just. Uh, didn't we try that once with him and Guitar Man on IOD? I, I don't know if he was uh, involved in that. Oh, boy. Man. I but think it. so. I believe he was involved in that. But anyway, no, I would take too much work. Yeah, and too much to time out, out of it doing the stuff for this show, so we don't want to, like. Uh... I, I think Curtis would be fine in there. That's my opinion. And that's it's obvious right. that Kim, Kim has uh, threatened uh, Hank with, like, uh, taking away some of his uh, uh, deli sandwiches or something because, uh, you know, he's campaigning. Can, can't you already tell that that's already kind of, like, drummed up? He's campaigning? He's campaigning for uh, Kimba between two and four. And, I, you know, personally, I like Kimba a lot. He's a good guy, but he is so unbelievably dull. Oh, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, there's saying. Some, uh, there are a few ex jocks and not too many of them, like Mad Dog and Pat Summerall, who are really great broadcasters. But then there are some ex jocks who are like uh, dull. You know what I'm saying? And then there are some like Jimmy Syphilis who are like way out of their realm. Not that I want to pick on little Jimmy again, but but, uh, deservedly so. See, we were deliberating before the show this morning about whether Mo might wind up across the street. And of course, Joe Rose is over there, knowing the background between the two of them. In addition to which, and see, if they were smart, which they're not. If they would have been smart, they'd have kept uh, Mo and uh, Mad Dog on a football in the first place. They'd have made some kind of a deal for that. Oh, we don't want to promote those guys. They're over at QAM. Right. So let's put Jimmy Syphilis on there. He's totally unqualified. And sounds like a little girl shrieking because she saw the uh, boogeyman or something. But uh, they'd put Mo and uh, Mad Dog, uh, Mo and Joe. But I don't see that. I don't think that Mojo would work. Do you? That's cute. Huh? No, no, no. Well, what, what do you mean by that? I think they could, like, patch up their uh, differences. Huh? <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. Howard from Boca. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't think so. I want to give you an update of what took place just now off the air. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for yeah. that. There's, there's a little bit of hostility there between those two, but that would be the smart move, which they'll never do, because they don't seem to be doing They seem to be real happy with their oh, point oh. peers over there across the street, and we hope that they continue with tremendous success. 12 minutes past 11 at 5, 6. So is somebody going to actually tell us who's going to be on 2 to 4? We can, like, vote on it during the show today. Maybe I mean, there's maybe... A, uh, another national talent search going on that we don't Or know maybe about. there's another one of those two-minute meetings so everybody's going to have to drive in from, like, uh, Jacksonville and Eucalyptus right. and yeah. Two Egg, huh? Homestead, right? Right. We can take another uh, two-minute meeting to eyeball one of the Beasleys and, uh, you know, maybe we can eyeball Joyce. Not too close to lunchtime, though, from what Norma told me. Twelve past eleven. Speaking of lunchtime, those of you who are uh, trying desperately to stick with your New Year's resolution, it's already the 17th of the year, and I'll guarantee a lot of you are already falling off the wagon. Have no fear, because balance for life is here. In fact, the beast is getting ready for his wedding day by redoing balance for life, and this time we're going to make sure he stays on that sack. Make no In fact, if you don't stay on the sack, I say sack his ass. What could be easier than getting all your food for the day in a little black sack delivered right to you, right to your door? Three gourmet meals, two delicious snacks, and you have a weekly menu, so you pick out the food you want for each meal yourself, whatever you like. And the folks at Balance for Life do the work according to the various Sears, the Zone, the Zone Diet, and they uh, put together all your meals based on that, which really works. So instead of trying to come up with uh, some stupid ass diet that doesn't work at all, and you know you've tried them all and they failed, get with Balance for Life and lose that ugly and disgusting and very dangerous fat that you've been trying to shed for years. Call Balance for Life right now, toll free. Tell them that Neil and QAM told you to call and get two free days of food this week if you make the call now. One eight six six two two five forty five forty three. That's one eight six six two two five forty five forty three. Get in the zone with Balance for Life. You can check them on the web, by the way, at balanceforlife.com.
2: This is Neil Rogers. This is 516
0: QAM. And now, speaking for God, the almighty Pat Robertson.
4: Arnold Schwarzenegger crashed his motorcycle the other day because God is tired of all of those degenerate homosexuals in the state of California. God has been furious ever since Arnold broke his way to power. So our Lord simply waved his almighty hand and sent the broke-back governor and his son. Oh, that liberal wife that bore him straight back to the gutter through which they came. I truly believe that God will forgive Arnold's steroids. Tainted so the moment the governor implements the plan the Lord and I devised to smoke every last homosexual through a combination of violent assassinations and significant tax-deductible donations. God
0: members. This has been Speaking for God with the Almighty Pat Robertson. The first of a series, by the way. It's 1118 at 560 WQM. Former Vice President Al Gore yesterday called for an independent investigation of President Bush's domestic spying program, contending the president has repeatedly and persistently broken the law by eavesdropping on Americans without court approval. By the way, Arlen uh, Bush Inspector said on one of the talking head shows on Sunday, uh, he's the one that brought up the word himself, that impeachment is a possible uh, remedy for this. He said, not you know, we're just talking theoretically. I see. Arlen Specter, Republican from Pennsylvania, mentioned the I-word. Hi, man. Speaking on Martin Luther King Jr.'s national holiday, the man who lost the 2000 presidential election, or at least allegedly, to Bush was interrupted repeatedly by applause as he called the anti terrorism program a threat to our very structure of government. Gore charged that the administration acted without congressional authority and made a direct assault on the special federal court that it authorizes requests to eavesdrop on Americans. One judge on the court resigned last month, voicing concerns about the NSA's surveillance emails or phone calls. A spokeswoman for the Republican National Committee, Tracy Schmidt, aptly named, by the way, attacked Gore's comments shortly after the address. Al Gore's incessant need to insert himself in the headline of the day is almost as glaring as his lack of understanding of the threats facing America, Schmidt said. While the president works to protect Americans from terrorists, Democrats deliver no solutions of their own, only diatribes laden with inaccuracies and anger. Gore's speech was sponsored by the American Constitution Society for Law and Policy and the Liberty Coalition, two organizations that have expressed concern about the policy. The former Vice President said Attorney General Alberto V. 5 Gonzalez should name a special counsel to investigate the program, citing the Attorney General's obvious conflict of interest as a member of the Bush Cabinet as well as the nation's top law enforcement officer. Gonzalez has agreed to testify publicly at the Senate hearing on the program and told a news conference recently that the president acted consistent with legal authority to protect Americans from a terrorist threat. Gore, speaking at DAR Constitution Hall, said the concerns are especially important on the King holiday because the slain civil rights leader was among thousands of Americans whose private communications were intercepted by the U.S. government and spied on by gay Edgar Hoover. King is a four-who-loved-to-dress-up. King is a foremost civil rights activist in the 50s and 60s, had his telephone conversations wiretapped by the FBI. I always kept a file on him and thousands of other civil rights and anti-Vietnam War activists, just like those cookie-baking activists out there in San Diego. Day those here. evildoers. Those subversives. Gore said there still is much to learn about the domestic surveillance program, but he already has drawn a conclusion about its legality. What we do know about this pervasive wiretapping virtually compels the conclusion. The spirit of Christ compels us that the president of the U.S. has been breaking the law repeatedly and persistently. Uh, he said the spying program must be considered along with other administration actions as a constitutional power grab by the dictator, by the president. Gore cited imprisoning American citizens without charges in terrorism cases, mistreating their prisoners including torture, and seizure of individuals in foreign countries and delivering them to autocratic regimes infamous for their cruelty and their techniques to be tortured. Abu
2: Ghraib. All of these, all of these things. things.
0: Gore didn't only criticize government officials, referring to news reports that private telecommunications companies have provided the Bush administration with access to private information on Americans. Gore said any company that did so should immediately end its complicity in that program, in that program is what he said. How do you like that? You go, Al. Now he's butching up. Just like that business. Huh? Lock box. Yeah, like that uh, speech on uh, Kerry uh, where he was all whipped up into a frenzy. Do we have that? How dare they drag the good name of the United States of America
3: through
2: the mud of Saddam Hussein's torture prison?
0: Abu Ghraib. How do you like that? That's the animated uh, Al that we don't love. No, we don't like him. He's okay. <laughs> you know, hopefully we can do better than that. But, I mean, we, anybody than Bush, anybody with these fascists. Oh, Condoleezza, man. The rumors are that Dick Cheney's going to resign because of health reasons alleged, or maybe just croaked, and that Condoleezza will be appointed to be the VP, and then she can just slide right in there in 2008 to be the candidate. And Wouldn't we'll that be great? She's slippery. Oh, speaking of Miss uh, Horkheimer. Good
4: morning. Good morning, Jared.
0: Probe to Pluto. I wonder where Jack's going to be probing. <laughs> now I, I know the I answer. I already he like the probe the the Uranus much A two years time.
4: ago
3: before... Oh, and his
0: hairpiece died. is back on straight this time. Don't you don't have heard that shot straight straight you took about. I is, uh, remember to his defeat. muskrat almost <laughs> fallen off last year. Ah, <laughs> there's the stargazer Miss Horkheimer from the Faith Transit Planetarium. Oh, hi, hi, Jacko. Did you say star Yes. Yes. Third suspect arrested. Arrest, uh, let me just say it again. See, you got me tongue tied with all that uh, Miss Horkheimer stuff. <laughs> arrested in attacks on homeless in Fort Lauderdale. Police on Monday arrested a third suspect, an 18-year-old man, and charged him in connection with taking part on, uh, uh, in one beating of a homeless man in Fort Lauderdale last week. What? 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 What are we talking about with these kind of people, huh? What? What? What kind of swill are doing things like this? Swill. City spokesman David Abar Monday night wouldn't identify the suspect, but the Associated Press identified him as William Ammons, 18, who was arrested Monday and charged with an aggravated battery causing bodily harm or disability. He was being held at Broward County Jail on a five grand bond. Ammons is accused of taking part in one of the attacks on the homeless, but not the fatal one. The five foot eight inch, 140 pound teenager was being held in Broward County Jail in lieu of $5,000 bond. Earlier Monday, 17-year-old Thomas Doherty made his first appearance at the Broward County Courthouse. The teenager with dark, bushy hair and bad zits and a soft, childlike face cried while looking over his shoulder toward his mother, who sat alone in the back of the courtroom. He would not be going home with her or anybody else. Doherty and friend Brian Hooks, 18, face allegations of a murder and aggravated battery after a pre-dawn beating spree Thursday in Fort Lauderdale. A beating spree that left one homeless man dead and two others hospitalized county judge refused to release Doherty to home detention on Monday, ordered that he remain in juvenile detention for 21 days. Hook's hearing was rescheduled for today after his attorney, Jeremy Kroll, failed to appear in court. Well, that's always good when your attorney don't show up. Judge Stephen DeLuca also signed an order for a psychological evaluation of Doherty, whom friends call Tommy. Hey, Tommy, Doherty being treated as a juvenile, and prosecutors haven't yet decided whether he'll be charged as an adult. Very pathetic.
3: Very sad. Well,
0: my son is misunderstood. Yeah, right had a tough childhood. Right. So did Miss Horkheimer probably have a difficult childhood. Look at her. Like one in a million. Times. Uh, exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> what timing, huh? Man, that was almost but not quite as good as the day we caught uh, good old Donnie uh, Hermann Gehring Rumsfeld saying, Hamptracks. But not quite. That was a, that was beautiful. What a, what a lovely uh, talk-up. Anyway. Five six seven oh five sixty. We I'm not joking about it. We have nobody listed on the schedule from two to four. May I ask, how about some mo bits from two to four? What do you say? A memory of all of them. All right, I'll give them a discount. including disc. the ones we can't play. No mo. Get a big audience for that. I guarantee you. Get about a ninety share. Here's all the mo bits, including the unexpurgated ones. Sorry, Joyce, but we got to get an audience in there. So, has there been like anybody pop their head in the dough and say, uh, here's no. what's going on for mo? No, no, nothing, huh? Well, maybe no. it'll be it'll be a surprise from two to four. That's a good way, uh, hook, good way right. to keep you tuned in. It'll be a surprise. In fact, even management might be surprised in who shows up to do it. Maybe Mo will come
2: back.
6: Do, 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 do. Uh, maybe they're just going to open up the mic and let anybody uh, on.
0: That's know, it. In there. WQAM, hello.
6: Good morning, Neil. Yes, ma'am.
8: I was wondering about something the other day, and gosh, I hope I'm right.
3: You're right.
0: Um,
8: do you keep... <laughs> good, I hope so. Do you keep all your shows archived, or, or do they only go back so far?
0: Oh, on the website, you mean? Yes. Uh, I don't know. How far does it go back, George? I don't know. Well, we'll find out from Eric.
8: Well, okay. my question is this, because I was thinking the other day that if it stopped all our fun, you used to play the Condoleezza song openly, mm-hmm.
0: right? Don't, don't hold your breath. ain't going to happen.
8: But I could find it in one Let of Let me your say archives it again.
0: You know? ain't going to hear that no more.
8: If I found it on your archive show?
0: No. No. <laughs> no change. Well, no. okay, well... No.
8: Thank and you by really the way, spe-
0: speaking of, no. I'll tell you who was partly responsible for the fact we can't play that note. No. And that was do, 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 do. That, that one. Oh, well, thank God. That was the ugly episode that he. Off- See, there was a lot of stuff that went on behind the scenes, and all these experts in Radioland who think they have some idea of what that was all about, they haven't even got a clue. They're not even close, they're not even lukewarm. So,
3: well, trust me when means. I tell
0: you that is not going to be uh, rearing its ugly head again, unfortunately.
8: Oh, well, I just thought that perhaps. We can
0: only hope that she won't wear her ugly head again either. That <laughs> That's for so sure. Amen. Happy, t- happy Tisha B'Av. By the way. Thank you. Okay. Bye. We don't the need answer. too many homentashe. How about your party? The answer is 60 days on the website. 60 days, so uh, needless to say, right. you got 60 minutes and we got 60 days. And quite frankly, whoever was responsible for all that uh, Schweiner ride deserves about 60 years. 27 past 11 o'clock. Don't forget the show at 2 o'clock. This is Neil
2: Rogers. <laughs> this is Five Sixty QAM. And um. let it be a little baby. Will he advise A hard right way Will he ignore? All of Bush's wiretaps. Will he comply
3: with citizens spying?
2: And will he end all of women's
3: lives? And will he
2: overturn abortion judgments?
3: Will he laugh?
2: those strip-search streets. And if we get high for a little drunk Will he make us rot in jail for life? Absolutely. Should we like a little baby? No. Liberal say he Yes. Bush will stand by him forever. But will he take my rights away? Absolutely. Or will a little leak? My
0: you ferry. 28 till noon, five sixty WQAM where we got the show from two to four this afternoon. I don't this may be a uh first. Yeah, I mean probably there have been times in the past on this or other stations where somebody, you know, called in sick real late or didn't show up or got into a car crash. Right. Or, you know, all of these uh all of these possibilities. Things. But nevertheless. Uh here we are. I mean, uh, this went down on Friday was Mo's last show and uh here it's Tuesday. Now Kimbo was on yesterday, right? that, was, that was scheduled. Right, I right. see that on the schedule. Oh, that's right. In fact, uh, it's because it was a holiday. So just like I wasn't right. on, Kimbo was going to be on to fill in for the uh, Mo Meister. But now we got no mo as of uh, Friday. So as a result, we got uh, no no mo and no show is what it looks like to me. I would assume that a lot of people are no on mo. the edge of their no seats, clinging no, to. Uh, no. 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 no well, that's only hope. Let's promote the hell out of it. Get a 95 share easy. Right, the mystery show. New Orleans mayor says God is mad at the U.S., eh? Oh, this Ray Noggin head, man. This guy is just, I think, I think he finally cracked under the pressure. Just like the levies cracked, I think he cracked.
6: A lot of stress on him.
0: Mayor Ray Noggin suggested yesterday that Hurricanes Katrina and Rita other storms were a sign that God is mad at America and at black communities, too, for tearing themselves apart with violence and political infighting. God is P.O.'d at America. Deal God. Surely God is mad at America, he said. He sent us a hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. It's destroyed and put stress on this country, Negan, who is black, said. Or actually, he's like chocolate, as he and other leaders marked Martin Luther King Day. Surely he doesn't approve of us being in Iraq under false pretenses, but surely he is upset at black America also. We're not taking care of ourselves. Negan also promised that New Orleans will be a chocolate city again. Many of the city's black neighborhoods were heavily damaged by Katrina. In other words, like him, like chocolate. He didn't say what, like mocha or what you know, flavor mocha he was talking it. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild New Orleans, the one that should be a chocolate New Orleans, the mayor said. The city will be a majority African-American city. It's the way God wants it to be. You can't have New Orleans. No other way it wouldn't be New Orleans. It's the way God wants it. So you people in, like, Liberty City and Overtown, that's the way God wants it. People living in the ghettos uh, around America, that's the way God that's wants right. it. What, what a, a jackass... Speaking of that poll we got going today, this is a perfect example. Everything is God. God wants uh, this to be a black city. God wants uh, this one to be a white city, Minnesota. God wants uh, New York to be like a lot of Jews. That's uh, God, man. He works in mysterious ways. Noggin had described an imaginary conversation with King, the late civil rights leader, an imaginary one. He, he hallucinates a lot. In case, in fact, while a hurricane, while Katrina was like ravaging his city, while people were like all being given all the wrong information and being left to like die, uh, he was hallucinating about actually knowing what was going on. I said, what is it going to take for us to move and live on your dream and make it a reality? He said, I don't think we need to pay attention anymore as much as uh, about other folks and racists on the other side. He said, the thing we need to focus on as a community, black folks, I'm talking about is ourselves. This is what MLK Jr. said in this imaginary conversation that Ray Nogginhead like conjured up in his mind. I was going to say in his brain, or at least what used to be there. Nagin said he also asked, why is black-on-black crime such an issue? Why do our young men hate each other so much that they look at their brother in the face, they'll take a gun and kill him in cold blood? The reply, Nogginhead says, was, we as a people need to fix ourselves first. This is all an imaginary conversation that, well... Nagin also said King would have been dismayed with black leaders who are most of the time tearing each other down publicly for the delight of many. I don't think he's talking about uh, Bill Cosby there, do you? Yes. A day earlier, gunfire erupted at a parade to commemorate King's birthday. Three people were wounded in the daylight shooting in a throng of mostly black spectators. The police said there were no immediate suspects or witnesses. Gun shooting, man! It's like Fourth of July in Hialeah, baby. It's just the American effing way. It's like there was a little suitcase problem there with the Hodge, you know, in uh, Mecca. Gene Pitney was singing Mecca, and all of a sudden, oh, grab dropped my suitcase. Oy vey. And here they are. The old, almost 400 people dead. Another 400 injured. Because they're, they're crowding a little bit. Don't like people crowding you, man. Get away from my machine, man. You crowd me. Get away from my machine. Okay, how are we doing on that poll now? I, I'm serious. I mean, when are we going to be giving them tickets away sometime? We today?
6: already gave a pair today.
0: We did? I didn't hear yeah. you the thing. The last break. break. We did? Yeah. Could have fooled me. I was too busy queuing up Enrique. I'll bet What's the worst thing about uh, religion? 604 votes. It's a tough choice, and like I said, they're intertwined and interwoven because it's all a bunch of man-made crap. Religion without a hell and without fear of death wouldn't be worth a damn. Trust me when I tell you. Oh, thanks, Madeline O'Hare. She's gone to pieces, though. What's the worst thing about religion? She was a real cut-up, that Madeline. Breeds Breeds Hate and Intolerance, 210. Spawns Violent Fanatics, 124. It's all bullshit. 106. Keeps people stupid, 77. Don't use your brain. We'll just fill it up with a whole bunch of gobbledygook. Go- gobbledygook Nothing. We need it badly, 36. There's another word for you today. That's two words I uh, invented today. What was the other one? Sucks uh, oh, a lot? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll try to think of it carefully. Sucks or something like that. No comment. <laughs> Nothing. We needed it badly, 36. Sucks Yeah. Sucks I like that. <laughs> 36, well, it reminds me of that line that uh, William Holden said in uh, Network, remember that, about impugning a guy's uh, manship? Remember that? Right. Right. Nothing, we need religion badly, 36. 5.9% of you people need mental help. You need to be deprogrammed. We need religion like a lochenkop, like the uh, Asians always say, especially the Filipinos. Impede scientific progress, 27. You know, little things like uh, 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 stem cell research, things like this. A great waste of time and money, fifteen, and encourages overpopulation only ten solamente dies. I don't understand that VHE. How can we only have ten? I don't know. I guess these people think it's right to make like seven, eight, nine babies, and of course, the ones that are doing that, most of the ones that uh, can't take care of them. They can't afford like one or two. And in George's case, well, that's another story. because I think that uh, wives that make uh, unwanted babies that uh, play that trick on her husband should have some su- of the consequences a wicked fate. but again you know, it's just my opinion. What the hell would I know about things like that? It'd be like, what would a priest know about, uh, you know, marriage and uh, sex relations and heterosexual, all of that stuff? What would they possibly know? I'm thinking now that we have gay marriage or at least gay civil unions in a lot of places. Now the priest can uh, start counseling on something they there know about. Go. Yeah, because they prefer the company of men. <laughs> well, I got a paper jam on my uh, fax, and you were probably sending me something really important. Uh, no. WQAM. Hello.
8: Yeah, can I talk to you? speaking is this is neil
0: yes it is is this you
8: yeah okay go ahead you're on the air
0: no you are on the air and i'm, I'm on the air because that's what they're paying me for yes what can i do for you sir let's go yeah,
8: I, 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 uh, yeah, yeah well, i'm just here.
0: yeah that's what i figured See, that's I'm eye on the ear. They Boy. dial first, and then the phone starts mm-hmm. ringing, and then, like, okay, now what am I going to do now? And is it going to be George? Is it going to be Josh? Is it going to be uh, Clarence? Is it going to be a Joe Bell? Who's going to pick the phone? Maybe Maddie Bell? And, and you know something? I think I'm the first one to realize this. Uh-oh, this station's been taken over by the phone company. We got Joe Bell and Maddie Bell. They're calling huh? from inside the building. <laughs> and it's really swell. This is it's
2: Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. 11.45,
0: 11:45. Much to do about nothing, but then again, that's the kind of important stuff that people are all whipped up into a frenzy. Oh yeah, doing they told at. us so. Yeah, that's important now. Brad and Angelina—they're having a baby. That kind of stuff happens when you do the old. Uh, well, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, you do know. See, so quit doing that. At least at home, anyway. I have. I know. That's what I hear. Oh, speaking of that, and I did I ask you before the show, what's the big mess with Heath Ledger? I mean, he's a good actor. I'll give him that. Sure. Well, what's, what's the big deal with him? Like, oh, he's a sex symbol. You're wrong, I'm man. There. He's a craggy man. He's a young craggy guy, as opposed to like old craggy, like a Sean Curry and a Tom Selleck. Sean hey, quiet. Tommy. You
6: fairy. Huh? Sean quiet.
0: Uh, Heath Ledger has PO'd at the band on that movie. Remember, we had this story last week about that theater in uh, Utah, I think it was, where the right. banning broke back bareback Mountain? Mountain? Mm-hmm. Hot Oscar tip. Heath Ledger has compared U.S. bands on a gay cowboy film to racism. He said he's not surprised that Utah cinema had banned Bearback Mountain, which depicts a lifelong affair, love affair between two Montana cowboys. I heard a while ago that West Virginia was going to ban it, but that's a state that was lynching people only 25 years ago, so that's to be expected. He should have picked Virginia because they lynched people like uh, 25 days ago or less than that. Right. Remember in Lich- that? In Lynchburg, right? Personally, I don't think the movie is controversial, but I think that the, maybe the Mormons in Utah do. I think it's hilarious and very immature of society. These people. If two people are loving, I think we should be more concerned if two people express anger and love than love. You're gay. Ledger was in Melbourne last night, well, this is a few days, with his partner, Michelle Williams. Not a guy. Ooh, she's a hottie. Well, she's his partner. And she don't look that good in this picture, hot but it's probably hot, a bad man. photo. She's hotter than he is, which ain't saying much. Uh, with his partner in brack Mountain, co-star, um, uh, all with his, uh, what does that mean? and their daughter, Matilda, for local premiere. I don't know what that means. She's been a big hit, Matilda, and had a big opening weekend. There will probably be a sequel, Ledger said, on the red carpet. Ledger's been nominated for a Golden Globe, and screen actors go, well, we know about that. We'll get to the Golden Globes momentarily. They won four uh, Golden Globes Bearback mountain last night. Huh? You fairy! It. He earlier said he was incredibly proud of the film, but awards were the last thing on his mind making the film. If you're thinking about ahead uh, about people's opinions or how the film's going to be judged later. It affects the decisions you make on camera, he said. While filming The Love Story with co-star Jake Gyllenhaal, Ledger was falling for on-screen wife Michelle Williams. It was obviously a very personal, beautiful kind of evolving life and love that was occurring off set, and we'd go to work, he said. Oh, Maybe he and Jake are like uh, falling a little bit, uh, too, on the side. <laughs> Ledger arrived home in Sydney eight days ago, but said the paparazzi there would make it impossible for him to live there for good. One photographer alleged Ledger's uncle spat on him, a claim that Ledger denies... He said he wouldn't spit on the best part of him if he could find it. Of the paparazzi, he said it sucks because it's only when I come back to Sydney, it's not like that here in Brooklyn where we live now. Well, thank God for that. No paparazzi in Brooklyn, just really good deli is what I'm hearing.
5: Speaking of movies, movies. yes. Oh, that's right. We forgot to get Josh's
0: opinion on the Patriots losing uh, on Saturday, which we already know what that is. He's ecstatic. I'm big Denver fan now. I'm jumping And the
5: movie Magnolia... Um, my review is, I, I think it's a good movie. I, I, I will disagree with you in the fact that you think it's the greatest movie of all time. I didn't say that. But you, you said think you put of, it right up there with the greatest uh, movie. I think it's one of my top ten. I think it was good. It was worth seeing. Now, I'm confused. Would you give it, like, top 20? Not No. Top 50? Maybe. Top 6,000? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> you you got to explain the ending to me, because I'm confused on a couple things. Mm-hmm. Number one, there's got to be some significance uh, with the frogs, no? no? Like the kids laughing? Is there don't, something... don't you
0: remember the opening scene? You better go back and watch the beginning again, where, where the guy that uh, jumped, jumped tried to commit suicide, yeah, and, he, and, got shot and, and then he, he got shot because she was shooting at uh, her husband and she missed. Right. right. Which allegedly is a true story. I'm not buying it. But anyway, that, that that's one of those myths, you know, one of those that's uh, been going on for a long time, that whole story about getting shot. Uh, crap happens. That, that's the nature. That's the whole theme of the movie is that Schmidt happens. Okay,
5: I got that. Right,
0: but and so that's why the frogs fall out of the sky because Schmidt happens. It, it,
5: you know, that, that's all. But when the frogs are fly you know, raining down. They... Oh, you just spoil the movie for
0: everybody. Don't watch Magnolia if you don't know that the frogs are going to fall in the it. sky towards I the latter part of the
5: movie. I didn't give away any of it. Um, but the kid is in the, you know, he he's in the there with the books and he's laughing. I figured there would be some kind of significance there, but I just wasn't getting it.
0: The kid is in there with the books and he's laughing.
5: He's laughing while the, everyone's you know freaking out. The frogs are raining and the kids laughing.
0: No, I don't even remember that. No, I don't either. What movie did you watch? Oh God! Come on. Twelve Angry Men. Mongolians.
5: Now I will say oh. I I thought it was good. It was yeah. worth watching. Um, now what
0: about the acting in it? You didn't think the acting was great? Even I Tommy Cruise was just fine. Yeah. yeah. And what about uh, what's his name? William uh, H Macy.
5: No. Do you think oh, if he gets? Uh, he's you the, think it kid.
0: Yeah. yeah, you yes. think if he gets the uh, braces, that the bartender will uh, fall for him or not? No, I don't know. Yeah,
5: that was that was a horrible. Better
0: thing. brace yourself, Billy. I don't think it's going to happen. And then that bitchy queen from laughing, which we can none of us can ever think of her. His name. It's not Artie Johnson, but the other no, guy. No, the bitchy, the bitchy <laughs> queen at the bar. Why do we have a brain cramp on that? Because we're you not Booker Bryan. I would le- really like to find out what that is. There are certain things, right? And it's like. Like the movie that I uh, sent to you that you haven't got yet, but you'll get this week. And I kept trying. I had to actually come in here, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't. And then, and then I printed out the uh, review of it, or at least the uh, cast. Here, it is. it's a primal Fear. For some reason, right. I can't think of the name of that movie. We, we, there are certain actors or famous people or, or movie things. titles, and, and all of these, uh, all of these things. things. Well, you can cure
6: yourself. Remember, we both had that problem with that movie that neither one of us could remember the title What movie of? was
0: that? <laughs> was Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon, I mean, uh, remote control. Exactly. So, now, know, see, I'm the guy we had to break supposed through. to be the old... Well, uh, so I remember the name
6: the of it. The coot with the uh, you know, Alzheimer's remote control. Sure, I remember the name of it. I just oh. wanted didn't want to say it. Because oh. now we can remember it, no problem. But for a while there, neither one of us could remember that, it And we right. were holding Well, the box. it
0: wasn't exactly a, a famous movie or anything. It was pretty good. It was all right. And I do like Kevin Dillon a lot better than his brother. Although, Matt, I, I have to admit, Matt has been in a couple of good movies. Like uh, the drug movie, what was that? Drugstore Cowboy. Drugstore Cowboy was mm-hmm. good. And uh, I'll think of another one. There, there are a couple he has been okay. One of them was in The Blob, whichever one it was. They
6: were he's, trying,
0: he's trying so hard to be a cross between Marlon Brando and James Dean, and of which he is neither one of them. Not, not that James Dean was a great actor. He was in three stinking movies. You know, a big deal. He smelled bad. But other than that. WDQAM, hello. Amnesia line. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Alan Seuss. Alan Seuss what?
8: Is the is the flamer from laughing.
0: No. No. Wrong.
5: Not even close. I mean, Dr. Seuss would be even better. better. By the way, breaking news. Yes? Uh, it is Kim Camper today. Oh, my God.
4: Absolutely
0: correction. Oh,
4: my God.
0: And
5: then tomorrow? Yes? We don't know. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's called play as you go, man. We're going to make up that lineup as we go along. So It's like a baseball team that's like missing uh, the, the number five hitter in the lineup, you know? Well, uh, we don't know, but uh, maybe if Lou uh, comes back from his disease tomorrow, we can put him in the lineup, or maybe if uh, whatever. You better beef up and be ready to play with the big boys. So Kemba Boakamper at too. I'm sure the Humpers had his fine finger in air because he went to lunch with the boss on uh, over the weekend. And probably put in a real good word. See, I should have pushed harder. I, I just didn't want to offer too many opinions because I don't want to always be, oh, well, Neil's the one that programs the, He gets this one hired and he gets that one fired. Baloney. Baloney, man. You know who said baloney? Who? In a movie? Who? Speaking of Olivia Newton John. No, she wasn't in the movie, but uh, he, he was married to her. Matt LaPanzi. And what was the name of that movie? I bet you neither one of us knows the name of that movie. That was no. a cute movie. Who? What was in it? What? Matt what
5: Latenzi, He was. She
0: was his French tutor. Don't you remember? And he was uh, banging oh, the uh, French tutor. Uh, oh, uh, the chick with yeah. the big boobs. Yeah. Uh, my tutor. Oh. My tutor. All right. Oh! See, I came up with uh, remote control, and you come up with my tutor. When I saw that you? movie. Yeah. I, I touched my tutor. Did you really? Yes. yes. At any rate. I bet it made some noise, too. Uh, the deal is that uh, he was married to Olivia Newton John, and of course, they're still looking for Olivia's boyfriend, who uh, they're all raving about. Oh, he's a good looking guy. You know who was talking about that? I had a channel surfed accident last night for about two minutes. Nancy Grace. Oh, no. Well, friend, what I really want to know, friend, is, uh, you know, and she she's looking with a. Uh, she, she is the most disgusting, phony. You know something? She almost makes me like Dr. Phil, and I just Ooh. i wish he would croak. That, no, seriously, that's how obnoxious she is. Don't say that. She is to the me most back. phony, syrupy, drawling, uh, hateful bitch. By the way, the name yeah. you're looking for is By Henry, the way, Henry Gibson. Oh, man, Henry Gibson. That's right. He was the fag at the bar at uh, who was going uh, for the bartender. Thank you, Polka Brian. Yeah, thank you, uh, Chicken Neck. Henry Gibson. See, we have a brain fart on that. And now every time we say that, I say Thurman Gibson, was an old bore, And about 100 years ago. How the hell do I remember his name? And then there's always Mel Gibson. Jesus yeah. Christ. And I say Thurman Munson. Yeah, Thurman Munson. They're both still dead. And Mel Gibson, unfortunately, is not. Anyway, Bareback Mountain is moseying along the Academy Awards trail It's four Golden Globe wins. Best drama among them, positioning the cowboy love story for the Oscar glory, it says. How do you like that? No comment. I bet you they weren't looking for glory, I'll guarantee you that. You're
3: looking for glory
2: holes.
0: <laughs> That's what they said when they made the movie. Heath Ledger, who as far as I'm concerned, is a fine actor. But, you know, he's uh, he's bland looking. He's right. like about on the same level I put with you, you know, very... Nondescript. Hey, yeah, 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 I'll take that as a compliment. No, this is, he's just a guy. There's nothing good looking about him. Sure, there's a step up from what I usually get. What's that, pasty uh, Ugly, just, yeah. Yeah, well, I would agree with that. Homosexual and transsexual themes nominated Monday's Golden Globes with the key wins by Bareback Mountain, plus acting honors for the filmography Capote, and the gender-bending Transamerica. It sounds like a gay festival to Woo-hoo. me. Yeah. Sounds like the Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> Rectum. Yeah, not Can with an S on the end, just Can. But politics and music ran close behind at the Globe, second order of the Oscars in the hierarchy of Hollywood film honors. Top prizes in the corporate and uh, government corruptions went to Syriana and the Constant Gardener and the uh, terrorism uh, drama Paradise Now and the White House series Commander-in-Chief, while the uh, Johnny Cash film I Walk the Line won three honors. Isn't that what uh, Noel Bush always said? She said, it's a fine line so you got to stick your nostril on. you got to have good aim, she said. The four globes for broke bareback mountain, the story of old ranch buddies, ranch hand buddies who conceal an ongoing homosexual affair from their families, including the directing word for Ainge Ang Lee. Ainge. I know. I always say it that way. And you say, Ang. I have a lot of angst when I say that. Here's Johnny Cash. And I walk the line, even though I'm still dead. Yeah. You've got to hum it up first. I see. Come on. Johnny. I
2: keep the the no, fact that Bareback Mountain
0: has found eager audiences across the country, including the conservative heartland, shows that Americans are willing to embrace stories of love in all forms. i got news for you. Most Americans are willing to embrace anybody who would even touch the best part of them if they could find it.
2: This is Neil Rogers. Thank God for that.
0: This is
3: 562
2: AM. Well, and this portion of the Neil Rogers uh, 12 to 1 hour is brought to you by the Letter 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12 slices of pizza. All for me! Cop, 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 You know, it, make a decision. You know Packed my pizza and shoved it into my checkered
3: head.
2: Now you can't take mo' around no mo'. All that rage got my butt sore. The best years of what remains of my life, I gave to this place. Just for old time, I think I'll go in hell the few of the wish we men's room I've had enough of you big
3: guys
2: <laughs> Not using as the road You bastards would only drop dead and stay die i oh. Gonna stay home far away from here I'll hand my keys back in for the car that I drove on town. I'd go to my orifice and clean out my desk. That is, if I only had an orifice or a desk, I'll slap up to Boca, go to Publix, and watch the shoppers from a bench. I wonder if Raymond the felt this way when he got turned down for a day.
0: I leave it here but you sport home within they the less of me. Bye bye bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye. 04 at five sixty WQAM. Bye bye, Mo. Don't let the door hit you in your uh, checkered pants on the way out the door. Wow. Could probably only if that happened, you can see the imprint of Dingleberries right on his Rectum. cheeks. Yeah, we're not, uh, you're right. Nobody's going to be missing him. Not me, not George, not Josh, not uh, Mad Dog, not uh, Joe Rose who ain't even with us no more, not the Humper, not uh, even probably not Robert Creeper. So what's Robert Creeper going to do? He's just going to suck up. He, he's going to work on his sucks-upsmanship, <laughs> which I'm sure in his case has had a lot of practice. And Kimba Boatcamper will be on 2 to 4 this afternoon. Kimba, just butch up a little bit, sweetheart. And you're okay. Just uh, a little boring. Uh, Oakland, California. Piles of goose poop at a city lake have officials struggling to find a way to clean up the mess for picnicking partygoers, parkgoers, park goers, and party goers. Full-time resident Canada geese arrived at the City Lake Merritt in 1954 when several injured birds were introduced to the, the refuge. Their numbers have exploded in the past 20 years. They're multiplying like people, like Catholics. They've exploded in the past 20 years to at least 200 regulars, with some 2,000 geese descending on the park each summer, according to the National Audubon Society. You know, as a child, I was, like, into birds. Were you? Figures. Not not dolls, you were into but birds. birds. Yeah. Maybe that should give you, like, some insight. No, I had the, I don't know, there was, like, a big Audubon Society book with all the different kinds of birds. Yeah. Pigeons? Did you want to be, a, like, a pigeon? Keeper? No, I, doubt, oh, I hated pigeons. I still hate pigeons. There's, there's, I'm looking at pigeons right now on my balcony, man. I'm looking out my through my uh, drapes here, my blonde, whatever these are. How about Curtains? chickens? Chickens like that Mudge Boy. He's no, not into chickens. Not into chickens. What's his name again? Uh, Ethan uh, something or other. Huh? That's Ethan
5: what I somebody. remember. somebody.
0: Each bird produces about a pound of poop a day. That's literally a ton each day, said Stephanie Benavides, head naturalist at the Lake Merritt Wildlife Refuge. It's a staggering problem that has opened another cities trying to figure out how to chase away the geese without running a fowl of the Federal Migratory Bird and Endangered Species Act that protect many of the birds that live alongside the geese at Lake Merritt, which covers 150 acres. The goose droppings on the lawn have pretty much made the lawns unusable to families who want to have picnics or uh, use the park with their children, said Councilwoman Pat Kernigan, who represents the area. It's very hard for people to use the park for recreation. Some cities have tried planting grass varieties that Canada geese won't eat or spraying lawns with chemicals that geese find distasteful, like trafe. Others have tried erecting fences to keep the geese out of areas reserved for peephole. Chasing the birds away is another popular trick. City, uh, cities hire firms with names like Goosebusters or Wild Goose. You've heard of Ghostbusters? They hire Goosebusters or Wild Goose Chase, which use dogs trained to harass and not harm geese to chase the birds away. Oh yeah, right. They're going to harass them, but not not uh, harm them. They'll just call them names. Yeah. But critics were that using dogs in Oakland could harm other bird species such as egrets, mallards, and herons. How do you like that? I, I, I'm going to say something revolutionary right now because I was a, a bird lover as a child. But then again, you you know, as you get older, you learn things. And I'm thinking to myself that so many of these diseases, not just the avian flu, but I'm finding that the earlier uh, uh, pandemics have been caused by, because the fastest transmission is by birds because they're so migratory. You know, and they move all right. over the world. Yes, they do. they do. So I'm thinking it's time to kill all the birds. All right. Isn't that a good idea? Be, well, first, we get them before they get us. Don't you think that's a splendid yeah, that's idea? I saw that movie. Yeah. Tell get us. We'll get t- Tippi Hedrin uh, off uh, retirement. I like her a lot. She's, she's still alive, too, I think. Isn't she? I don't know. To look it Please up. say yes. Uh oh. Trent Locke to announce whether he'll seek re election. Oh, boy.
1: Spend. Uh... The future of, of with my wife, Trisha, and family, Mississippi. Uh, spending more time with the grandchildren.
0: You know, their house uh, was, was locked down. I uh,
1: continue to uh, ask the people to allow me to serve this great state in our nation's capital. Uh, and I, I've made a choice. And uh, it's run. been one of uh, consultation and one of support uh, by my wonderful wife. But I have uh, chosen Mississippi and America once again. I am going to ask the people to
0: reelect me. Oh, geez, like I said. I thought it was going to be like a story, you know. He's running again. Oh, they're all getting up. Hey, you go, Trent. Wave the pom-poms now, you cheerleading jackass. You fairy. God. Trent Lott's going to run for a fourth term. I hope he gets his ass kicked. You know what? I hope that every Republican, every one of these goose-stepping Nazis gets their ass kicked. Because you notice, even most of the moderate ones, not all of them, but even the ones who we thought were like a little bit more on the moderate side, they're all like uh, goose-stepping over to the far right. Except maybe for that whiny Susan Collins and and John, uh, what's his name, McCain, uh, who every now and then says the right thing but then changes his mind. He waffles all over the place. He ripped Bush pretty good on uh, Sunday on one of them talking hit shows, John McCain. If they could just stick that cheek back in place. Oh, and speaking of uh, goose poop... Des Moines, Iowa, a man has received a $500,000 federal grant to mass-produce his invention, a machine that removes the odor from hog manure. Have you ever driven by a pig truck? I have. With the windows down? Yes. Grabbing yes. around with your windows down? Oh, my God. They look like pigs, but they're foul. Even those Europeans, man, at Woodbine don't smell that bad. Oh, and I mean, speaking of Woodbine, Russian women, I'm going to tell you a story in a minute. I just can't even begin to. I uh, just foam no away at the mouth. Foaming at the mouth uh, from yesterday. Don't think I've had the pleasure. Wow. The Tempest dryer developed by Lauren Balvans is designed to help solve water pollution, odor, and noxious gas problems in the hog industry. (coughs) Man, maybe we can do something for Josh Friedman. But I doubt it. Now, is he working at the other joint? Yes. Good. Best news I've heard all day. Valvan said that because his invention separates water from the solids in manure, it can solve air and water quality problems. A lot of manure stories going around, you know what? Because, like I told you about Magnolia, Schmidt happens. That's that's the. Go back and watch the beginning again. Only take you like two, three minutes.
5: I don't need to. I remember it.
0: And that that's the message of the movie. That's why all the other stuff happens. Schmidt happens, man. Just just like the thing with the uh, the game show guy. Remember the. Oh, and uh, here's
5: another question for you.
0: The thing falls from the ceiling and the gun goes right. off and the
5: cop yeah. the head chick right the yeah. guy's daughter right okay who's talking to her at the end of the movie who's that guy that you just see his back remember the mom goes to I see her it was the cop and she's that well you don't know that you, you know what I'm saying yeah coke I'm gonna girl. have to That's watch it again
0: it I'm gonna have to watch it again
5: I don't know who is talking to her at the end of the movie
0: well I'll answer your questions I will watch it again this week because it's one of my very favorite movies.
5: Now, what
0: about the music? And well, when you you give me the oh I thought it was a musical. Remember that? You give me that song. Well, because now, I, think, I didn't know what movie
5: it was. I gotta get with other uh-huh. movies. I, I thought you were talking about me. Moulin Rouge. I was. Yeah, it was not a, a musical, yeah. Oh Moulin Rouge, forget about that. This song goes very well
0: with the movie. Absolutely. Perfect.
3: One moment is the loneliest
4: number that you'll ever do. Two can be as bad as
3: one. It's the loneliest number since the number
0: one. Ow! Amy Mann, who we all on this show love like crazy. But anyway, uh, but I'll tell you the best song from the movie, which is really morbid and depressing. But then were we just saying that most good movies are morbid and depressing, like uh, Requiem for a Dream well, we saying, like all these other ones that I'm seeing? I wouldn't say most good movies. No, most movies are morbid and depressing, at least in one way or another. Now, what's the? What is the? uh Oh, oh wake up! Is the name of that? It's only about eighteen minutes long, too. This cut. I'm not going to play like more than a few seconds because once we do the audio.
1: Oh, jeez, there he goes with that awful music again. Oh man.
0: Do you think that this was like set the tone? Yes. What's your... But I say wake up, wise up?
3: When you, oh, you say mm-hmm. you got what you want. You can stand it so, but I'm
0: <laughs> it's not going to stop. See, there's an honest message in this movie As opposed to most of this Oh, everything's going to be fine It'll, No, it's not It's going to get worse <laughs> It's just going to get worse and worse and worse Until friggin' frogs start Yeah, until down. it's going to get so bad That frogs are going to fall out of the sky And rain over <clears up> your <throat> nice car And you're going to have to get a paint job And mess up the windshield All of these things Anybody doesn't like magnolia has got a taste in their tush. And so George thinks it ought to be. Let, let's have a sequel. It's fine with no, me. Keep changing now, the what part of Jason, Ro- Re- Jason Robards can still lay in bed. I mean, he's been right. dead a long time, but he can still lay there with the. uh Cube. in his nose. He was great. He, and, and the uh, ironic part of that, and I don't know if Josh knows this, but he was dying during the filming of the movie? I did not know He that. wasn't acting. And then afterward, uh, well, <clears throat> needless to say, yeah. <laughs> he died? There you go. 12:13 at 560 WQAM, Happy New Year from the fine folks at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. 2005 was a stupendous year and thousands of new customers took advantage of the new deal and bought their new Ford from Armstrong Ford. Why do people shop there? It's easy, man, because Armstrong Ford guarantees you a great unbeatable price, great service after the sale, and that personal touch that comes from a locally family-owned dealership. Pick up that phone right now. Call General Manager David Rich at 305 247 5112. And don't forget, when you buy the new Ford Armstrong Ford or Homestead, you'll also get which nobody else would dream of giving you this, their exclusive Tires and Batteries for Life program. You heard right. When you buy from Armstrong Ford, you get free tires and batteries for the life of your car. That could save you an extra $1,000 right there. David Rich and the staff at Armstrong Ford guarantee you won't find a better price place, so why be stupid when you can do some smart car shopping at Armstrong Ford? And being locally owned and operated, they treat you just like family to make you a customer forever and ever. No bait and switch, no phony sales. So start the year off right with the new Ford from our good friend David Rich and his staff at Armstrong Ford of Homestead, 30725 South Dixie Highway, is where you'll find them, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. Check them on the web, armstrongcars.com, and then drive a few miles extra for a fantastic unbeatable deal, and save yourself thousands of dollars at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. This is Neil
2: Rogers. This is 560 two A M.
4: Wear of exploding balls. New from the Gap, Gap for Kids and Baby Gap, it's the new and exciting Grandma Gap. The blouse I bought at Grandma Gap fit right over my tuber. I found a pair of trousers that fit right over my Depends, even after wearing them for the whole weekend. With my arthritis, I couldn't get out of this dress for over a month, but
3: I didn't
2: want to. It's so pretty. I was trapped in the dressing room for a week.
4: Could you help me get out of this straight jacket I've got rheumatism grandma gap I've fallen at a mall near you and I can't get
0: up oh boy come 19 at QAM 711 711 votes you see that has the significance of that it's even what? better than 666 Ooh. I do believe How about that 711 oh thank heaven what's the worst thing about religion oh thank heaven for that big gulp Religion breeds hate and intolerance, 243. No question about that. Anybody who denies that is so full of crap, man. Just oblivious and so brainwashed that it's beyond our scope. Although I prefer Listerine now, the new orange stuff. Isn't that interesting that Listerine used to be like the, the old original stuff? I don't, oh, nobody right. would uh, drink that stuff. Well, I mean, not drink it, but swish it. They still have it. What? Well, that's for people like with a strong uh, fortitude or something. Or strong halitosis. Right. Or just uh, no taste. Uh, religion spawns violent fanatics, 150. Now you're talking. And even nonviolent fanatics. It's all bullshit 132. I think you put your thumb on it when you vote for that one. It's all bullshit. It keeps people stupid, 86. Uh, nothing. We need it badly, 44. F's down to 5.1 per, or 6.1%. 6% of this audience say there's nothing wrong with a religion. It doesn't do any harm. We need it badly so we can hate each other, so we can continue finding excuses for our intolerance and hate of anybody who doesn't believe the same fairy tales that we do or just of any fairy, or anybody else. Women, dark folks, you name it. Uh, Impede scientific progress, 29. A great waste of time and money, 17. That's tax-free money, too, by the way. Can you just imagine... Oh my goodness! There wouldn't be any people starving in the world if all the money, tax money, money goes to the religious fakers, which is all of them. If we could be using that money, like for some useful purpose, like to educate people, and clothe them, and have all kinds of great scientific hey. discoveries to cure every disease and to kill all the birds to keep us safe, all of these things. You're out of control now. God uses money and encourages over our population. Solamente once, only eleven. I don't get that. Wundichi. What? Well, what is that all about? There are other, so I, much better choices. No, they're better choices, but how can you not, uh, I mean, that that pops right into your mind, just like that. How can you not, like, hop right on top of that? Instead of, like, you know, oh, God forbid Planned Parenthood, like planning out, uh, you know, like some people don't. I don't want to mention any names, George. Some people don't plan out what they can afford uh, in terms of making babies. Anybody can make babies. I know. That's what Merv Griffin said. Bible study, speaking of our pool, Bible study coming to New Brunfels, Texas. How do you like that? One public school district voted Monday night to begin offering a new Bible class as part of its curriculum in New Brunfels, Texas. See, generally speaking, the dumber and more illiterate people are, the more religious they tend to be. Right. Right. The elective course is called, oh, I never told you the story about that uh, Russian bitch. Let me after this. Oh, yeah, I need to know. The elective course is called The Bible and its Influence. Board members voted 6-1 to approve the new class in New Brunfels, Texas. The Bible is a fundamental document, said Fundamentalist Rosalind Bratcher with the new Brunfels ISD. What does ISD? It had a great influence in terms of politics, art, music, and literature. The district says this course does not violate First Amendment. What makes it comply is that we're teaching the Bible as a textbook and a document, adds Bratcher. And probably going to have to all like wear uh, some kind of a uh, Getsky outfit like rosary beads. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Northeast ball. ISD. This is like some school district. So oh, school district. Already offers a Bible course at two of its high schools, also as an elective. New Brunfels ISD surveyed their students. About half the students said they're interested in taking the course. Parents we spoke to about the issue are split on the idea. If you're going to have to pass this class or take this class as part of a grade or any kind of credit toward your high school diploma, I'm totally against it, said Christy Oliphant. Well, I wonder if she's kin to of Miriam, but I sure doubt it. Keith says, I think we need to learn more about our Creator. Now that class has been approved by the New, <coughs> new Brunfell School Board, it will be offered to juniors and seniors in the fall. How do you like that? I don't. Put that Bible in the school, man. That's going to like... And you know the interesting part? Last night I saw a show on, uh, was it Biography or A&E or one of those channels, or maybe Court TV, about uh, one of the mass shootings. It was the one in, um, oh, I want to say, uh, was it Georgia? A let's school just, shooting. Let's just say Oh, no, it was Tennessee. Okay. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. And at any rate, in every, every single one of these cases, it's always, oh, well, these were good church-going mm-hmm. kids that were uh, raised in a very religious family and went to church every Sunday and uh, never stole a freight train, and, yada, and daddy had a whole bunch of guns. All these things. Every single one of them, man. So evidently, you're taking your kids to the wrong church, all you murderous bastards out there, all you crazy people that have no value on human life. And let me say it again, 2,200 and some odd American, uh, I can't even keep track, almost 2,300 now, dead in Iraq for no reason. A war based on lies, and they're just now hinting around at impeachment. Like, oh, well, uh, now it's becoming, uh, you know, and Elizabeth Holtzman wrote that great article, it was on our website, about impeaching Bush. Should have been done a long time ago. But we're supposed to have Alzheimer's, man. We can't remember. Convenient Alzheimer's. Well, uh, we, we don't know anything about the weapons of mass destruction or about about uh, Sodom and uh, Gomorrah, or Sodom and um, Bin Laden. And by the way, I'm in the he's still alive. They hit him with uh, a whole bunch of shots, but he's still alive. He wasn't even in there. Oops. But now they're saying, oh, four terrorists died in that attack in Pakistan. Lou, Lou Drone was the one who was flying over, dropping the bombs. He dropped a few bombs there, right? Maybe that's why he was always sitting in there smoking that pipe in the dark, you know, covering up the smell from his bombs. Okay. Blue drone. That was totally. a W. Snooze, way before your time. Blue crone drone. Get with it, man. At any rate, uh, so, like, uh, you know, it was an accident and somebody got hurt. But four uh, evil guys in there got hurt, plus another uh, 14 that had nothing to do with any of that. They were just having a nice dinner. The one guy lost all three of his kids. The one father. Three of his kids are all dead. But, uh, oops, sorry. Well, they shouldn't have attacked us. Maybe we'll apologize. That's right. A few people would stop attacking everybody, all you Paki's. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, all you Iraqis. I mean, all you Saudis. Now, how are we doing? We didn't get uh, Al-Qaeda. I'm in the Paimon. I'm in Al-Zawahiri. We didn't get Mm -hmm. Al-Zarqawi. We didn't get Al-Qaeda. We just aren't doing too good on the Al front, are we? Huh? No, but... what the Al?
6: What's that got to do with Russian chicks?
0: Oh, so anyway, I don't want to make a long story about this, but there's a Russian uh, young, like maybe 25, not that bad looking, by the way. You might have liked her, but na- believe me, you wouldn't want a nasty, hostile bitch. she's playing about three machines, because it's early in the morning. There aren't too many people around, including one that I had played and got 500 bucks on. Well, guess what? Now she's got three machines tied up, and I'm kind of like stuck on the left one there, which I don't want to be stuck on a dead machine, which I was doing. And she, what we, her trick was that she'd put like a 20 in there and play like about five credits, and then she'd go away for a half an hour. And now I realize she's gone over to the other side of Wheel of Fortune machines in the front, where there's a whole bunch of them, and she's, she's got three machines tied up there. So I finally go up there and I look, and sure enough, she's got only two credits left on a machine I want to play, and mm. she's got her coat on a chair, and like uh-huh. every 45 minutes, she'd come racing back and like uh, put another, you know, she wants to tie I up did. the machines because she's afraid that somebody else might get something, you know. That's right. So I finally get really exasperated because I'm tired of feeding a dead machine, man. And I go up there front. I said to her, I said, you left two credits in that machine. I wish you'd come and take your money out if you're going to play up here because uh, you can't tie up. I mean, oh, I forgot about it. Well, you don't forget about it, first of all, when your coat is on a chair. Mm-hmm. But anyway, lying bitch. And she comes back. And now she tells me she's going to take the two coins out. But instead, because she realizes I want to play the machine, uh-huh. it must be good. So it, right. it's not important that she wins, but that I lose, see. hmm Ah, uh, don't be trying to tell me what machine to play. And blah 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 blah. So one of the attendants comes over and I says, to her, "She's got three machines set up up front." And I usually don't say anything; Am I mind my own business. Mm-hmm. And she starts with a mouth. on a Russian bitch. Nasty, hostile. And I'll play ten machines if I want to. And blah 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 blah. blah and you don't tell me what to do. Blah, blah. And so finally, the attendant says, "Well, I'm going to call the supervisor." At which point, she played out her last coins and left the machine like a bat out of hell. And she smelled bad. No, she. No, actually, she was. She was. Uh, if you would have looked at her, you said, hey, now she's okay. Not, not okay. great, but she was all right. A little on the skanky side, but she would have done. All right, yeah. But she was just nasty and hostile. And, and the Russian women that I've encountered in that place, uh, maybe it's just the, uh, I don't know, the dregs that go there on the TTs, see? Unlike the German women that you're always talking about. Like what? What German women? Well, you t-
6: say you go to Cologne all the time, and the people are beautiful and how I would love it.
0: Oh! Oh, and in Berlin? Yeah. Man, you must go. Forget about Amsterdam. Forget even about Rome. Yeah. If there's one European city where you must go before you, uh, they stick your ass in a box, Berlin. All right. Trust they, me they when I They smell good you. there? They smell good. They look good. They uh, do a lot of things good. And, uh, oh, man, their forefathers and their foreskin and even women. 28 past noon at 560 WQM. When you're shopping for shoes, speaking of an unbeatable combination, you'll find it at Brandy's because comfort, perfect fit, and price and value. That's what it's all about. And Brandy's carries a humongous selection of just about every top brand in the business like I've been telling you for 100 years now. They've got them all. Whatever brand you like uh, the best, they got Florsheim, Echo, Rockport, New Balance, SAS, Mephisto. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it at Brandy's. And their professional shoe fitters will guarantee you that they have a customized fit of your favorite shoe every time. Just ask for Arnie. He'll take good care of your tootsies. The pros at Brandy's understand fit and comfort. They even specialize in wide widths as well for those of you folks out there with big, fat feet. So Brandy's is worth a trip from just about any place in South Florida to get a perfect deal all the way around. Comfort style, fit, value, and selection. They are positively unbeatable. That's Brandy's shoes. You'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Open daily Monday through Saturday till 9 and every Sunday till 5. And another special value this week at Brandy's, like every week, take 20% off on all men's 4 shoes this week. Let me say it again. 20% off on all current men's styles of the famous Floor shine brand only this week and only at Brandy Shoes in Pompino Beach. This is Neil Rogers. Rogers. this is 560 QAM. <laughs> uh, these rejoins. We need to have a little more clarification on the rejoins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Get with it. Because, first of all, you missed uh, Pharrell saying... I'm
7: going to kick his ass and then I'll steal his two-pack.
0: That... And then you like we're gonna miss this.
2: They rode from bareback mountain to cowpoke in Jack. There's not much strange about them outside their garter straps. Way back then in the Christian West. Redheads were gay as today, yeah. with man's legs wrapped around them. A squeal with cowboy
3: pride. <laughs>
2: the bullets fly from the guns they shoot, double <coughs> the mystic fun. There's been other big cowboys too. John Wayne was Marion. His name was Mary. They rode from their back mountain to pretty cowboy guys. On saddles they come mountain with some help from Astro Wise. Oh,
0: Fairy. Top 35. There was a horrible movie. I don't know if it was horrible, but I won't watch it. Uh, with Nicole Kidman, who I like a lot. It's called My Story, I believe is the name of it, about some guy who's dying of cancer. Ew. Ew. Sounds depressing. From a 2004. And it was on, uh, I've seen it several times on the cable. And as soon as I read the blurb of Audits of All. I mean, not that I don't sympathize with people who die from a whole bunch of things, but it's just, uh, don't we see enough morbid and depressing movies already?
5: That's not entertainment. No, it's uh, depression. Speaking of dying, uh, doesn't that mean that you need to watch City dying of God? I'm here. I need to do what? Watch City of God? Pretty sure. That was the deal.
6: And I think that's what I heard, too.
0: Hello? All of a sudden, I can't hear the guys down in uh, Florida. All right. This weekend, I'll watch it. Let's get uh, around Or there. maybe if we have, uh, and I'll watch it by the end of the weekend by for sure. Yeah, when the kid gets shot, you know, just look away or something. No, I don't, I don't have a problem with people. There. It's just so pointless. At first, he shoots the one kid in the foot. Look, and there's a shoots. lot of violence.
5: Just brace yourself. Just brace yourself.
0: No, I this, see. So in other words, this is like that uh, train spotting. I'm gonna no, to no, 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 no. I, I won't watch that. There's no, there's no caca in this movie. Oh, thank God for that. No, These, no. There, there's no excretory stuff. There's just people being blown away for no particular reason. There, 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 uh,
6: there's a method to the madness. Okay. All right. I'll this watch is, it. This is the environment that they live in, but there's a story going on.
0: I got it. So what's the guy that does th- all the shooting? A big little, Z, little Z daddy. Z. Z. A little, a little, little Z. Z. Uh, started out right right. as
6: Little Dice, but uh, you know when he grew up, he changed his name to Little Z. Little Dice. Apparently.
0: One teen in homeless beatings released on bond, another denied bond. A little update on that uh, disgusting, grotesque story. I say uh, fry them all. Crank up old Sparky again. Let's take a little trip up to uh, Aintree, I mean to uh, Stark. A teenager who was charged in connection with last week's spree of baseball bad beatings that left one homeless man dead and two others badly hurt was released on bond this morning, says the Herald. Also this morning, another teen who was charged in the beating death was denied bond. Brian Hooks, 18, who was charged with the murder of Norris Gainer, was denied bail this morning. William Ammons, 18, at Fort Lauderdale, was released on $5,000 bond and left the jail around 10 o'clock this morning. Ammons is charged with one kind of aggravated battery. Police say he rode along to all three attacks and actively took part in one of them, although not the fatal one. Hours before Ammons' arrest uh, yesterday, a weeping Thomas Doherty, 17, made his first appearance in a Broward courtroom to face a murder charge, also in connection with Gainer's death. You know why he wept? You know why he was weeping? Bye. Because he got caught. Uh One of the three meetings was captured on the surveillance tape, which was shown around the world within hours of the early morning attacks, and they keep showing it over and over and over again. Doherty fled to his mother's home in Tennessee, where his surrender was negotiated. Bridget Doherty accompanied him back to Southwood and in bond court yesterday, she mouthed the words, I love you, to her son. Well, we don't. He, too, was denied bond on Monday. Ammons, who did not leave South Florida after the attacks were shown on TV, was first interviewed by the police on Friday night. He gave officers the names of Hooks and Doherty and could ultimately be a key witness for the prosecution. Neither Doherty nor Hooks, who also surrendered to police on Sunday, has given a statement to police. In court yesterday, Doherty's lawyer Bob Nichols asked the judge to order a psychological evaluation for his client. Circuit Judge Stephen DeLuca agreed to do so. Hooks who graduated last year from South Plantation High School and Doherty are accused of beating Gaynor 45 to death in Esplanade Park across from the Broward Performing Arts Center around 2 o'clock Thursday morning. According to a police report, two people, one of them Ammons, saw Hooks and Doherty approach Gaynor carrying baseball bats. Oh, what a couple of courageous guys. The report, based on Ammon's initial statement, says Doherty went after Gainer with his bat, while Hooks stood by, bat in hand. The report doesn't identify the other witness. Hooks attorney, Jerome Kroll, cautioned against a rush to to judgment against his client. The current charges levied against Brian are not representative of his culpability, Kroll said. Once all the evidence comes to light, we believe it will cast a different picture of Brian's involvement. In addition to the murder charges, the teens also faced aggravated battery charges in a 1 a.m. attack on Jacques-Pierre, 58, who had been sleeping on a bench outside the downtown Fort Lauderdale campus of FAU, 111 East Los Ola- uh, Olas Boulevard. He suffered broken bones and lacerations. That's the beating that was captured by the FAU surveillance camera. The tape shows two young men, to believed to be Doherty and Hooks, repeatedly clubbing the defenseless Pierre. I say just line a whole bunch of them. <laughs> save us a lot of time and money, don't you? Sure. Yeah. Or maybe just take one of them old billy clubs and uh, just club them to death. I just, I don't know, maybe just as I get older, have uh, I don't want to hear any stories about how they were abused as children, they were misunderstood, they were bored to death, one or two o'clock in the morning, they didn't have nowhere else to go, nothing to do, you know. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, what would you do? I don't know. Probably be sleeping. On a bench? In Delray. 755 votes, 65, whatever that says. What's the worst thing about religion? And boy, it's just uh, the evil. It's the evil of the universe, man. Invented by, invented by a bunch of silly-ass people. All with ulterior motives, by the way, to control people's minds, to control their pocketbook, to control their purse strings. And if you have a purse, guys, they don't want nothing to do with you. The worst thing about religion, it breeds hate and intolerance, 264. Spawns violent fanatics, 157. It's all bullshit, 142. Keeps people stupid, 93. How the hell can you think? When, oh, look, at there's all them birds on CNN. Kill them all now. Kill them. Before, get them before they get us. Keeps people stupid, 93. To be honest with you, if I never had chicken or turkey again, would it bother me? No. Wouldn't bother me. Okay. And then, of course, there's those mad cows. <laughs> Kill them. Uh, let's see. Nothing we need to battle 51. 6.6% of you under the religious crap. The God Squad. Oh, man. How come we don't form the... Fail squad impedes scientific progress. Look how many votes that's got. About 30, man. Great waste of time and money, 19, and encourages overpopulation. Solamente Catorce, man. That's how many kids these people are all having.
2: This is Neil Rogers. This is
0: five sixty two a m. It's uh, Tommy's fault for that previous rejoin. Gets me off balance. Attention, men, if you have a hair loss Mm -hmm. problem or if you're currently wearing a piece, you must listen to this message. Chuck Alfieri has been supplying and designing hair systems for showbiz personalities, politicians, and more importantly, you, the everyday guy, for over 40 long, amazing years now. Now, most people say you can always spot a hair system. Those are the bad ones. I say, how many good hair systems go on orders? You don't even know it's a piece. Charles Alfieri systems are completely 100% natural, designed with just the right amount of hair and the proper recessions. Run your hands through it. It looks and feels just like your own hair. And for just 99 bucks... Charlie will custom design a hair system for you. You try it for a couple of weeks. If you're happy with the way it looks and feels, it's yours for just an additional $500. Charlie is so confident that you'll be satisfied, he offers you the following unbeatable guarantee. If you're not completely happy with your hair system, just return it. And, Charlie, even give you your 99 bucks back. That's an offer you can't refuse unless you're on a nut job. So call Charlie today and get yourself a great-looking head that hair and look better and younger than you ever dreamed you could again. Call them toll-free, 1-800-321-2413. The Charles Napier Studio is in Fort Lauderdale. That's 1-800-321-2413 or on the Wicked Web CharlesAlfieri.com If there's a butt, I smell it. At ehatinme.com, we save you time and more.
3: I knew as
2: soon as we met, we were meant to hate each other.
7: With ehatinme.com, just fill out our personality profile and we match you with someone you will instantly dislike or
4: worse. Ehatinme.com hooked me up with this bitch. I wanted to hit her in the head with a beer bottle.
7: Why do
2: we do this? To save you time.
4: My last normal relationship with this guy at
2: work, it took like five five. Five months before I finally saw the real him. What a bastard. But now with eHateMe.com, I know right away. Within 30 seconds, I knew he'd lie to me cheat on me, have a secret bank account, tell his buddies lies about our sex lives, fart and hold my head under the covers, this way it's so much better. We meet, say hi,
4: and it's over. And to save your money. No dating, no birthday, anniversary, Christmas or Valentine's presents to deal with. No makeup or jewelry or hairstyle expenses. We talked for about 30 seconds, and I just cut her a check right there for half a house plus alimony and child support. I saved thousands. Thanks, com.
2: So what are you waiting for?
4: Log on
0: to com now when you're ready to find and flush the... Big ...in your life. 14 till uh, one QAM.
4: I want to play 10 machines, I'll play them. You mind your own business, and you don't be telling me blah, blah,
0: blah. Just screaming and shrieking, this Russian band.
5: curse you in Russian? Next time, call her a suka. Sukas? suka.
0: Oh, okay. How do you know uh, that Russian stuff?
5: My woman happens to be Russian. Dosvidanya. Spasiba. Call her a kurba.
0: I used to know a little bit of Ruski. In fact, I can write like a uh, little Russian. I had like, uh, at any rate. Kami, pinko. Yeah, we knew it. 5670560. I'm surprised that the audience doesn't have any spillover. I guess they got out of their system with you yesterday about the uh, Mo departure. Just that guy. That one guy. Then about uh, Bo Camper filling in today. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to say too much, <laughs> but I will anyway. Come on, we got to do better than that. You know, Bo is fine on weekends. Occasional fill in here and there. He's a spot player, you know. But as far as a broadcaster, wow. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
8: Hey, how's it going, fellas?
0: Uh, all right. So far.
8: All right. That's good. That's good. Uh quick opinion uh, slash suggestion regarding your bowl today.
3: Yeah.
8: It's almost perfect, except for one uh, choice you have there. If it wasn't for that, I suggest you would put at the bottom all of the above.
0: All of the above? Well, you can't do that because there's nothing oh, we need Oh, you have that
8: one there, yeah. You yeah. have that one there that says... Uh, right. Well, for those guys, whatever. In
0: other words... All of these things.
3: Yeah.
8: Yeah. And by the way, I'm uh, kind of glad that uh, Mr. Moe's out of the picture now. So hopefully they make a good choice.
0: Yeah. That's we it. can have one happy family and be a little bit less dysfunctional than we were before with that uh, festering hate and all the uh, shenanigans going on behind the scenes.
8: If the boss is listening, how about uh, Mr. Mad Dog... Right after you, that'd be
0: great. Two, two to six, man. You're right. You got yourself right. on it. You're hired. You're the new PD. Thank you, Pally. Yeah, that, that's what the deal is. We had phenomenal numbers there between the two and whenever he used to be on, two and four, and then uh, Hank would pick up from there, and, uh, you know, it was just a logical progression. Two to six, man, the mad dog, or even two to five, and then five to seven, then we can worry about uh, that driving at home time. I don't know. What do you you think? What do you smell? Sure. sure. Because he's not on in the six to seven hour anyway. It's a weak hour because half of that hour is usually the Marlin pregame show or the Panther pregame show or some other uh, hurricane warm-up or hurricane uh, cold down or some crap like that, you know, some uh, marginal sports event that nobody in their right mind would listen to if you paid him by the minute. We want the Mad Dog at 2 o'clock right now. All right. Get him on there today. Come on in early, Mad Dog, and just push Bo Camper. Well, I don't think he can do that. (laughs) I'm going to say push him out the door. What's wrong with Volcamper five to seven today? Wouldn't that be good? That's fine. We want the Mad Dog. We want him now. Who did Mo for Sports Talk? Mad Dog. You see what I'm saying? Uh huh.
5: Not that you did have Mo? The
0: yeah, I think that's. I think that's a. That, that's the choice. And how come that's not on the poll yesterday instead of the silly stuff? About you know, see, it, I just can't handle it. You know, it wears me out. Anybody in Suds? I, with all due respect to the Humper and you guys. Well, what's, what's the point? Why they just It's just an exercise. On. It's an right. exercise, that's, that's all. When you didn't put I hate this poll on there, and you didn't uh, put it on there today either. Right. right. You oh, need, need to put I hate nice. this poll, and you also need to put on all it. of these things. I don't know if it doesn't include that one goofball thing about, oh, there's that's nothing wrong with religion. religion most of, of the above, how's that? Huh? Most no, all of the above. Let me say it again. All of these things. Right. Just that way.
2: Got it? All of, right of these things. All of these things. All part of these things. All of these things. Got it? That's
3: fine. Okay.
0: Well, I had a fax here that you sent me that was uh, fairly uh, interesting in some respects, and I think I Schmidt-canned it. What did I do with it? Oh, no. Don't you hate that when I do that? It's part of that Alzheimer's. Anyway, we're all control with uh, Kevin Dillon, who's probably old and really ugly now. That was that was, that was kind of an interesting movie, and, uh, you know, kind of a yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, grade-Z movie. right. right. Cult following, one of those deals. What well, there was an interesting feature on last night. It was about uh, the cult movies of the whatever seventies and eighties, okay, In- including um, what you call it? What do you call it? The, uh, what's it called? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. Now that was awfully gay. Yeah. You know, if yeah, you ask me, it was all fun. Yeah, I know that, but uh, I don't know. A lot of people went to see that. Oh, yeah, there, uh, there was some gayness in there. I don't know. I, I lost the fact. So send it back to me again or, or not, this case, may be. What did it say? <laughs> was it, it the was one that? Put, uh,
6: hey, Neil, hear the poll idea?
0: Oh, yeah. i got to have that again. It's coming at you. Okay. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
8: I, I have to whisper I'm work, but I'm in a cubicle here. And, uh, You're I'm in a cubicle? Yeah. Have you, have you ever had to make up your mind?
0: Have you ever had to make it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did. 5670560. Oh, Maybe he's just having a loving spoonful for a lunch. I can't say a spoonful of what, but nevertheless. Rectum. WQAM, hello.
3: away, little pizza.
0: There you go. John Sebastian, the loving uh, poundful. Is he still alive, John Sebastian? I think he died. I don't know. If you want me to look it up? What do you mean you don't know? I know Joel Sebastian's dead. Now, how, I always get him confused. John Sebastian, and who was the uh, guy in the, lo- in the mamas and the papas? He's the one that's dead. Papa John. Papa John what? Pizza? Hmm. <laughs> Papa John who?
2: Oh for me! <laughs>
0: Papa John who? John... Uh, uh Phillips. John, ah, uh, there we go. I think he's dead. And Mama Cass, of course. Hey, have another sandwich, honey. <laughs> John Sebastian is still alive, but Sebastian Cabot right. is not. Who is that? Sebastian so Catt. Oh, he's been dead a long time. Back. He was a monster in the TV industry. And he was really hot to ask the woman he was on TV. You're right. It's you, you just like when they fall in love with the like uh, uh, Eric the Menendez yeah, yeah. or the other brother. Because or, uh, they saw them on there. They saw them on TV, so that's therefore it. they get these uh, proposals of marriage in the mail. Politics. Oh, You're right about women, man. Anybody they see on TV or in the movies on or in uh, the newspaper. If they see them in two
6: dimensions, they, right. they're hot. There's something. Oh, know. yeah.
0: Like uh, Heath Ledger, I, I, sorry, he's he's just an average-looking guy. He's a very good actor, I'll give sure. him that. But this idea that he's some kind of a sex symbol, give me a break. By the way, I've had a woman
5: say that he's really hot.
0: Yeah, what your woman said that? No, no, I just
5: got a got a woman. So your
0: woman is Russian? She's a Ruski? That's right. Wow, like an illegal alien? No, no, she was born there. She was she moved over here. She was the... born where? In Minskaberna? No. No, no, you're laughing. My grandmother was born in Minsk, Caberna. You Well, that's, that's not why that. I was laughing. She'll certainly know where Minsk is. Why were you laughing? She was born in Brooklyn, probably. No,
5: no. she was born in uh, Quito, I believe. In what Quito, Ecuador? K-I-R-O-V. You pronounce it however you want to. Um. <laughs> no, you're not spelling that right. In Kiev. K-I-R-O-V. No, Kiev. I
0: believe. Fedorov? Yeah, that's it. How about those uh, Columbus Blast Ray Jackets beating your Panthers the other night in overtime? That was embarrassing. And I'm going to tell you, Alan Cohen, maybe Hank is going to kiss your ass, but I got news for you, Alan. You can keep putting all phony attendance numbers in those uh, box scores every time. It isn't going to make you any more money. It's not going to make the team any more uh, you know, uh, likely to be there for a long time. It's ridiculous. Fiable is the word I was looking for. It's just asinine. If there were 17,000 people there for that Columbus game the other night, most of them must have been hanging out on the uh, veranda somewhere with Carmen Miranda. Give me a break. Well, what's, what's the point? You know, all these people in sports who lie a lot. Well, it was a sellout, but a lot of people didn't show up. They stayed home. They had, uh, well, yeah. Anyway, what do you think about that pool? I like that pool idea from Mike. Thanks a lot, Mike, right. and thank God that George faxed it again. And I'll put it right in my pool pile. I don't want to lose it again. It is also, a good it's a also, it says, please tell your listeners as long as your ratings stay through the roof with your show as nudity as it is, you'll never get the fart sounds back or the word police to back up. Guess what? Either way, I'm not going to get the fart sounds. In addition to which, I don't want the fart sounds back. I mean, it would be nice to have them, just, you know, as occasional dropping in certain spots, like maybe in your rectum, but not. Who needs it? And also, Mike says, for the record, I don't let my daughter go to church with anybody. Nice going, Mike. You go, man. Oh! All oh, you people doing these terrible things. You know, they talk about child abuse, which, of course, is a grotesque thing. This is a form of child abuse, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Forcing your kids to go and listen to all these, this nonsense and dragging them. See that The poll we took a couple of days ago on Friday? Was it, remember, and you would have had the results yesterday. Wasn't that either number one or number two getting dragged? It's the thing you hated most about your program, getting dragged to church or shul? it was number one in the hit parade. It's going to be sung by Dorothy Collins, Giselle McKenzie, Russell Arms, and Snooky Lance at any minute, man. Uh, your hit parade, getting dragged to shul, man. Baruch Hathor Anybody know what I'm talking about? No. And how come we don't have a little bit of that it's wine for the kids? Because it's boring as hell. Oh my God Almighty, and they're schlepping the Torah around in the Talmud, and they've got the big robes, and they've got, oh brother, with the strings hanging down. For once, I, how about a religion with no strings attached?
2: This is Neil Rogers. No chachis, man. This is 560 QAF. It's the one two hour. <laughs> running gonna get the seats back yelling to Maria hey honey I'll be back with my son sitting in the side car I hit the road and in total space you know I hit the car backing out from the driveway with blood spurting from my face well I was not driving wild Terminator travels in style My son started to cry The driver's gonna die No charges filed I'm going wild Look out, look out Why don't you watch where you're going you idiot
0: that's right. Don't forget, nobody's above the law except George Bush and Arnold, okay? Because they're from very wealthy families and they've got lots of money, right. right? Right. And Arnold knows the Kennedys. I eat grapes. I'm a great leader. One oh one at five sixty WQAM. I'm trying to uh, print out a story. Maybe I'll just read it, okay? Because I don't think it's going to print out. Oh. Ever have that happen? You try I'll to print, print something out. for some reason. Not very seldom with me, but this one just don't want to uh, do its thing. It's not it's that, that long anyway. Thing from the L.A. Times. It says, Senator Hillary Clinton on Monday blasted the Bush administration as one of the worst in U.S. history and compared the Republican-controlled House of Representatives to a plantation where dissenting voices are squelched. A bunch of cotton-picking idiots. Speaking during a Martin Luther King Jr. Day event, Clinton also offered an apology to a group of Hurricane Katrina survivors on behalf of a government that left you behind and turned its back on you. Her remarks were met by thunderous applause by a mostly black audience at the Canaan Baptist Church of Christ in Harlem. The House has been run like a plantation, and you know what I'm talking about, said Clinton. It's been in a way that nobody with a contrary view has had a chance to present legislation to make an argument to be heard. We have a culture of corruption, we have cronyism, we have incompetence, she said. I predict to you that this administration will go down in history as one of the worst that has ever governed our country. You go, girl, it's about time you start talking about something, besides burning the flag, a flag. flag. A spokesman for the White House declined to comment, referred questions to the Republican National Committee. RNC spokeswoman Tracy Schmidt said, Oh, she's here busy that Schmidtmeister. On a day when Americans are focused on the legacy of Martin Luther King, Hillary Clinton is focused on the legacy of Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that's a real good comeback, okay, Tracy, you stupid bitch. You Schmidtmeister, you. Oh now it's printing out. <laughs> now uh-huh. that I'm through yeah. reading it, that's the end of there the story. Go. Oh man. Maybe it'll print out the rest of the story. There isn't any though. God, don't forget we got Kim Bochamp for Mo Howard David at two this afternoon. No more Mo, no Mo. In case you missed it, in case you've been out of town over the weekend, no, no Mo, no Mo. Won't hear him, no Mo. No but I think it's a great no tribute that we keep his uh, memory and his voice alive on this show. Yeah, by, we will. You know, like Jason, you're on QM. You know, things like that. Don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. That's what it Another trained monkey. Oh yeah, we got 85 million drop-ins from uh, the Mo Man, not Howard David, but the Mo Meister. Well, actually, well, most of them are from uh, Mo. but at any rate. Well, oh, here's the story about Hillary Clinton. She said the uh, house is run like a plantation. <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. What do you think? What's your take? Curtis? Uh, Kimba? What are the other choices? Joey Reynolds, two to four? Uh, the Sheik? Drew Michaels? Uh, no! A lot of choices out there, man. A lot of people in the radio business who are uh, desperate at this point. And I guess we are too. See, like I said, I'm so glad that this GM is gonna let these things continue festering the like an open wound, you know, oh, if you don't by treat the way, right way away. A, yes.
6: I went to the uh, the magic room and uh, ground the rumor mill a little bit. Yeah apparently he's going Riding to be uh, our friend Howard is going to be announcing or uh, doing something, I'm not sure what for the Olympics. On this station you mean? No, I don't know about on the station. I mean with uh, with one of the networks I assume, Westwood One or something.
0: Really? So, in other words, they're going to send him to Torino? Oh, right. man. I think he's going to be uh, announcing the Luge event. The Luge
6: event? He has experience.
4: Oh, no, no, I don't want this
0: printing out again, please. Oh, uh, no. Now it's printing out a third time. Jeez, that's my my bad. WQYM Ooh. Gossip Line, hello, not there on line one. Mark that down, line one is screwed up. WQYM. W-Q- <laughs> hello. We can make
8: this work, uh, Mr.
0: G24. Yeah, okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular wireless line. Yeah, you had a good point. I don't know what it was, but I'm sure it was an excellent point. WQAM, hello.
8: Yeah, where did the Moron go?
0: Where did he go? Home. Are you home? Boca. Oh yeah. Yeah.
8: Dang. All right, man.
0: Well, what's your take? Are you uh, pleased, displeased? What do you, uh, what do you got in mind, man?
8: I'm like kind of disappointed because, uh, like now you uh, you don't have no more uh, Mobits.
0: That's what you think. <laughs> the Mobits just keep on coming. I bet. <laughs> okay, Pally. See, he's right, disappointed because he thought that was the end of the Mobits. No chance. Uh-uh. In fact, they may be just the beginning. Like that one. I'm going to get that in there again this hour. That's a classic. Now, did you play that yesterday, or did we just get it yeah, today? The Mo's leaving. Yeah. Oh no, I played it. Wow! I thought I had a chance. world uh, premiere there, and you played it. See, he stole my pool yesterday. You played. I'm not taking off any more of these marginal holidays anymore. All right,
3: all right.
0: But, WQAM, hello.
8: Yeah, make room in Canada, man. I'm loading up the whole family. We're coming.
0: Okay, we got room at the door for you. And by the way, uh, only if you wave the conservative flag. Scooch well, over. this Harper is going to squash you next Monday. It's going to be really bad. Yes. <laughs> Oh, there's the uh, video of the uh, homeless beatings again.
5: Three attacks occurred last Thursday, including this one captured by a security
4: camera. The latest suspect, who's 18, is now facing aggravated battery charge in one of those beatings. The other two, ages 17 and 18, are also facing murder charges. Good.
0: Fry all three of the rest. Put them on a, a, a tri-seater. I was going to say a twin-seater. Stick them all in there. Twi- twin-seater. One of them can sit on the lap. You okay, run shotgun. Sick and tired of uh, punks run out of control with no respect for human life. And, again, what kind of family did these people grow up in? What kind of environment? What kind of background? What kind of lunatic does crap like this, huh? QAM, hello.
8: Tiny bubble.
0: Make- WQAM, hello. Hi. Yes, sir.
8: <laughs> I guess you feel it fun making fun of somebody. Yeah,
0: I'm making fun of them, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. WQAM, hello.
8: No, I'm talking to Neil. Speaking. Yeah, hey, Neil. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the um, with the director and the writer of Magnolia. No. Yeah. Well. Anyway, he he did also Boogie Nights. He also did um, Hard Eight.
0: Oh yeah. was his name again? Yeah, we are familiar. His name
8: what? is Paul Anderson.
0: Yeah, Paul uh, Anderson. We talked about him in length after I watched Magnolia. That is correct.
8: And he did. Have Have you guys ever seen Hard Eight? No. Yeah, no, I, could,
0: and, I have a way to answer that, but I better not.
8: No, no, I'm not talking about that hard I, I, I got gotcha. you. It's, it's a it's, it's a movie that takes place in Las Vegas, and it's very good. He he, he writes really well, and the story's good. Now, Punch Drunk Love, you're not going to like that because um, what's what's a comedian name that you don't who you don't like? Um, Bill Cosby. Yeah, right. No, it's Whoopi um,
0: Sales. <laughs> George no, Bishop uh, no you hate the guy you hate the guy he, but
8: anyway are you familiar with Andrew Dice drunk? Clay no Punch drunk love have you have you seen well, that movie man, has the
0: guy got a name or you got that uh, brain blocking again like we do I got it
8: bad I got it. I'm 63 well, man why won't it's I like it.
0: it oh in that case you see ya
8: 5670
7: wow,
0: 63 oh. yeah it's That's old like me death. you're right Well at least I admit it well, you see, when you get to me, 63, how can you remember a name of wow. a movie like that one I'm sending you? What's it called again? Magnolia. No, the other one. Hard Eight. on the way. Five, six, seven. Why don't you just Google? What was the name of the movie he was just saying? Hard Eight. No, 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 that's not what it is. Punch Drunk Love. Oh, You're I You're just didn't... not even paying attention to this old coot, I... man. You better get no, with that's it. I
6: am just not to, right?
0: Punch Drunk Love, which he sounded a little himself. <laughs> punch heard about Drunk. That. Yeah. Now let's see who the comedian is I hate. How many comedians do I hate? Bob Hope. Adam Sandler. Uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, jeez. Dennis he's Miller. He's a comedian? Well, and, and again, comedian by their own description. Dennis Miller yeah. and Bill Maher. Yeah. Bill Maher's a comedian? He says a so. twerp. He's a twerp. He comes up to Matty Bell's kneecap. He that he's a comedian. He's an idiot. It's pathetic. Okay, if you got punch, drunk, lever, we're just going to go on until midnight. Well, Stay that, home, Ken. I Googled I it. I
5: mean, yeah, and? W- what do you want to uh, know? Who's in it? Adam Sandler, Emily Watson. No, okay, we'll see more okay. often. okay. 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 Oh.
6: That's, See, that's what I, I thought hear. when I Thank said I, I had heard of it. That's
0: what I yeah. heard. And I had heard of it. El Paso, enough. man. El Paso. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing,
8: sir? I just want okay. to talk to you about a topic that's very serious. When you talked about Celia Cruz, that was very disrespectful.
3: Yeah, and right. the
8: Cuban community
3: yeah. is fed up with it. Yeah.
0: Sir, and you, sir, George, you're, you're sir, Cuban. It you, sure is a slow, is a slow um, reaction, man. Talk about a George, slow burn. Stick up your country, George. Yeah.
6: Stick up your country. You make a yeah, fake yeah, call he is, to somebody else. A good red
0: blooded American. Get lost. Make a fake call to somebody else. please. Yeah, crank somebody else, idiot. Celia Cruz. If that's the best you can do, you lose, man. Cruise on out of here. Get back on your banana boat. Get lost. Right, yeah. Like stick up for your too. country, Celia Cruz. She's the best that Cuba had to offer. Right. I preferred Hyman Roth myself. He wasn't Cuban, but. He did some Yeah, yeah. That guy was
6: Cuban, like Hitler was
0: Cuban. Yeah, right. Well, just, just. Uh, I mean, why even bother with the nonsense? You know, probably have, have playing golf with Mo this afternoon. Absolutely. WQAM. Hello. Hello, oh, Neil. Yes, sir.
8: Uh yeah Leo I'm a uh, Patriots fan I just wanted to uh call about we had that lunatic Patriots fan that called last week Most Patriots fans are cool but you get those guys there they get lit up on game day We're number yeah. one, we're number one. Yeah. No, the Patriots were number one. You're just a jackass. Yeah,
0: that's you know right. How many passes did he complete?
8: Oh, uh, exactly. You know, but you were right about those uh, Boston uh, Italian restaurants. The bigger the name, the bigger the letdown. Group yeah. One and uh, one fourteen, the Peabody had some good Italian. Food, I've tried some
0: uh, several of the restaurants in the North End, and they all. I'll tell you, the place I loved was the Prince Spaghetti House, man. They can't beat that.
8: Very good, very good, and yeah. they're still good. And they they have
0: comedy there too now. They have what? Comedy. Comedy, comedy shows. Oh, I see, comedy shows. Okay, I hope I had Adam Sandler in them. Okay, see you around, eh? Okay, buddy. Thanks. Uh, Comedy. Well, he's a New England guy, man. He speaks with that New England at Comedy. Say chowder. Remember him? Sean Connery? And uh, he was a comedy guy. 12 minutes after 1 at 560 (laughs) WQAM. The Patriots played a bad game. Oh gee, I don't think I can go on. We won three Super Bowls. We won the division again, in spite of all those injuries. And they uh, won the first game. They blew Jacksonville right off the field, and so they made a lot of mistakes. They turned the ball over. They handed Denver the game on a silver platter, and they lost. Oh gee, woe is me. You know, I'm kind of glad that it takes the pressure off now. So who we got? We got Pittsburgh, and uh, let's see, I can't even remember. We got the uh, Seattle in the NFC. Seattle and uh, who won the other game? Uh, Carolina. See? Car- nothing could be seen. It's easy to forget Carolina. about them. They're so nondescript, man. Seattle and uh, Carolina. Nothing could be fine. And I'm pulling for Carolina. I don't know why. And then the AFC got Pittsburgh and, of course, uh, whoever else is left over, which is uh, Denver. Who's that? Who? Denver. No, De- oh, Denver. How easy to forget about them, too. Jake the Snake. I- go- go- let's go Steelers. Uh, what a turnaround, you know? I don't know why I like the Steelers. Because Bill Cowher gives me spilkies. I can't stand watching him. That look on his face. Nice, uh, nice call by the way. They were on uh, first and goal. That was good. He got hit. You notice know, when he got hit in the ball? That's what I, that, they said that he, he hit him in the ball. He did. <laughs> and pop, yeah, and it popped right out. The bus. One thirteen at five sixty. WQ. You know, they didn't show his parents after the fumble at the goal line. They kept showing his parents all the way through the game. After he made another great run, another first down, the bus. And then after that fumble, they're like, uh, oh man, they probably they probably uh, hauled ass, took off. The Emerald Coast continues to be Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. It's rated by Zagat Restaurant Review, and now every Friday through Sunday night, you can enjoy at the Emerald Coast Lobster Fest, featuring Maine lobster Thermidor style, and every night is Crab Fest at the Emerald Coast with Alaskan snow crab legs. Dungeness Crab and Jonah Stone Crabs. The menu still includes fresh oysters on a half shell and a sushi bar with over 30... About 30, man! It's not that Greg's got so much time on his hands you might even see him hanging out there for the sushi. The Emerald Coast also serves delicious juicy New York steaks cooked to order hand-carved prime rib and on the weekends for dessert leave room for the Emerald Coast famous 40-inch chocolate fountain. You can hand-dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, other decadent treats and don't forget the Emerald Coast promotes healthy living cooking all their fine cuisine with cholesterol-free canola oil with no MSG, no corn, Starts, no crap, no headaches, just a big smile on your face and a big fat pupic when you waddle out of there. Book your reservations for a real feast at one of Emerald Coast's three locations. You'll find the Emerald Coast in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. For the Emerald Coast, it's 954-572-3822. This is Neil Rogers.
2: This is 560 a. Ah! I am dead now, but I remember when I was alive. I will end it all in the morning when it will. Come in, come in. Shut up! what? Yeah! What am I gonna do? i have got a radio show. Yeah, a wise guy. No i got Soros over here. you There's trouble in paradise. you got a manager that knows about radio. There's trouble in paradise. You might find out how bad my show blows. I guess to find something else to talk about. Besides faggots, fraggit sports. How about women and topics now? Yeah. Another thing you don't know. Kiss my boot. Click yeah. my butt. Yeah. Take. Like I don't get none. Yes. Act like you're my checkered pants. Yes. Then assume a penalistic stance. Yes. There's trouble in paradise. They might want some entertainment. There's trouble in paradise. You're going to miss that sport whole game. You're going to have to get along with me all now. To get it, the humor.
3: You cause trouble in paradise. Then you won't all right. be home oh, no, yes. now.
0: Do, 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 do. You want to see Mo, no Mo? That's correct. Although he will be covering the Olympics, is the room around town in uh, Torino, In Turin? Right. Not exciting. Don't you always yes. want to go to Turin? They'll be announcing the Luge event. I'm half a urine to go to Turin, not for the Olympics. Anyway, one nineteen at QM, we got Bo, uh, Kimba Bo Camper for uh, Mo, Bo for Mo, and then tomorrow it's uh, Open Wide. We have no idea. Somebody just show up tomorrow, we will put you on the air. Speaking of the bus. Talk about a heart-stopping game between the Steelers and the Colts. Terry O'Neill, did you see the story, Josh, about the guy with a heart attack? I did. Terry O'Neill, 50 of Pittsburgh, was watching the game at a bar and had a heart attack seconds after Jerome Bettis fumbled it, trying to score from the two-yard line late in the fourth quarter. Quarterback Ben Roethlisberger prevented the Colts' Nick Harper from returning the recovered ball for a touchdown, and the Steelers hung on for a 21-18 win. O'Neill said Bettis is his hero. I wasn't upset that the Steelers might lose, he told the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. I was upset because they didn't want to see him end his career like that. A guy like that deserves better. I guess it was a little too much for me to handle. Like uh, Howard Beale said, I don't want to go out like a clown, you know? Give me one more shot at it. Howard right, Let me carry the ball one more time. No. who was recovering in a hospital, credits two firefighters with saving him. The Steelers won the game, and I'm still alive, so I guess I'm doing pretty good, he said. This guy's really got his priorities all straightened out, right? Right. We have, uh, he will have a pacemaker implanted to control an irregular heartbeat and was prescribed medication to deal with the hypertension. While he would like to go to the bar Sunday for the game against the Broncos to thank the guys who saved him, O'Neill said, I guess I probably should take it easy and watch the game at home. Don't watch, baby. Don't watch, Terry. Not a bad idea. Have somebody like a uh, whisper it in your ear. Oh, I just stumbled the ball. ah oh! There he goes. <laughs> Talk about taking it a little bit too seriously, Okay. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless lines. Who will it be tomorrow? Who will be the two to four guy in QAM? Of course, they, they realize by now that no matter what they say, the management's going to do whatever they want anyhow. So what they're do, I don't think it's going to be Evan Cohen though. Just nobody knows who he is. Although might be his brother Marty. Worst thing about religion, 878 votes. Breeds hate and intolerance, 295. Spawns violent fanatics, 169. It's all Bullshit 151. Well, that goes without saying. Baruch keeps people stupid, 104. Nothing. We need it badly, 60. 6.8% of the audience, the God Squad, think we need religion badly. For what? To make somebody a lot of money? Is that it? We need it badly for what? Well, thou shalt not kill, and thou shalt not steal. Some really profound crap in there, you know. Well, you
6: know, common sense isn't enough right. for some people. You got to. And if your
0: children are obedient, they shall surely be stoned to death. Uh, religion impedes scientific progress. Thirty-three. All of these things. Twenty-four. See, that guy was right. All of these things. All of these things. Twenty-four. At least gives me excuse to play that. Uh, great waste of time and money. Twenty-two. Encourages overpopulation. Sixteen. And I hate these polls. Only four so far. We have eight seventy eight. We could have probably made a thousand if we'd have put the big push on today, but you know what? It's we don't want to do that. We don't want to be pushing too hard. No, don't push that hard. They'll shove you right off the stool in the bar. Five six seven oh five sixty <laughs> five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. W Q I M, hello. Neil. Yes, I am.
8: Hey, I just moved here from Chicago. It's not a very warm and fuzzy place, South Florida. Yeah. Hey, uh, I read the paper this morning. You see the lawyers for the little kid? They're trying to talk him out. They're trying to say that he's a fighter. Yeah, i already parent.
0: been into that, pal. you got to get lost.
6: Stay in Chicago. And get out of my life. just got a message that it was John C. Riley talking at the end of Magnolia. This is for Josh. Who is yeah, the, that's uh, the cop. The cop, right. Like I said, right. I thought it was the cop. That's and what we it thought it was, and, was and that's who it
0: was. Well, but you don't see that. All you but, see but, is but, the but, but, back. It's the right. cop,
6: but you. Yeah, you
0: yeah. better watch it again, Mister. Listen. You sure aren't very personal. Look, her, ma- no, because of because lot of her stuff. mom. No, just is because dead. you're drunk by the time that movie ends, which I can understand. is yeah, three and a half mean, hours long.
5: Yeah, it is pretty long. But he mm, blitzed fine. off
0: his ass, and he's trying to figure out what's going on at the end of the movie. No, but I'm, you I'm telling everybody you, because saw the frogs falling.
5: Listen to me. When the frogs fall, the coke yes. head, the cokehead's mother is there, and 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 then she gets out of the. You know, she goes somewhere, and then there, all you just see is like a guy. You can't hear anything. You just hear the music because it's ending. Mm-hmm. But all you see is a back.
6: Right. But yeah. he's got a very distinctly shaped head. You, you don't that see his guy. head either. Oh, that's right. So I,
5: I would have recognized. He's got that curly. You would have. That's what I thought it was nappy the from his now.
6: voice and uh, all that.
0: Well, you know, if I was to watch a movie, that that's sensational. And that, and, and that was the one thing I came away from it, wondering about who was the...
5: Uh, well, I told you. that I, I don't understand that. I don't understand the kid where he's smiling when the frog... Yeah. Everyone else is freaking out and he's smiling.
0: Maybe he's responsible.
5: That's what I thought because there's like books open in front of him. I Maybe thought he's a frog boy. With frog powers. And...
0: Uh... <laughs> Maybe he's from Montreal, eh? <laughs> Maybe he's a frog. So you See, you're trying to make too much sense into it. Crap, crap happens. That's the theme of that whole movie. Go back and watch the beginning again, please. All right. I mean, well, once it gets into the story, first storyline, you forget all about that opening. It doesn't have all that. But that's the message that they're presenting to you is that crap happens. And then, of course, at the end of the movie, that's what they say again, if my memory... I saw it so long yeah, ago. Yeah, it happens
5: again at the end. Right. I was, I was just asking you the stories that they were talking about. They didn't really... I mean, they kind of finished them, but they didn't. I don't know. In the words of
0: one of the world's great uh, Chinese philosophers,
5: "Forgot about it."
0: There you go. By the way, that's
5: a cop out, just to say the crap
6: happens. Therefore, this movie doesn't have to make sense.
0: There he goes again. See, I told you he never really liked it in the first place. He hates it. That's why he made up that crap about the ending not being good and yada, yada, yada. Well, you never liked it in the first place. You didn't like the movie. Why does is... the movie have to make sense? But, but I don't agree. Like, I, I thought it... Did there, Let me ask you, did the Wizard of Oz make sense? i am taking a shot. It did doesn't... the Wizard of Oz make any sense, Dorothy? It didn't end all the storylines. Like they don't the have to end I... all the storylines. Yeah. There, no... Did yeah. they end the storyline in uh, uh, Kakamon, whatever that thing yeah. was, with Harry Bally?
6: And Did Bell they end concert. the storyline
0: there? Yes. No, they're sitting on the porch now, oh, we're just, she says. Uh, he says,
6: oh, we're fine. Yeah.
0: Right.
5: I think we're going to be like okay. Just like Dan Stewart, and look what happened to him. I think we're going to be okay. But I, I think that they finished all the storylines. Right. That, that wasn't See, my See, even Josh, who doesn't the even understand what that all about, even the he, bar he, and the he guy says, with the well, we don't
0: need to go back and find out. If you want to find out, call up uh, Henry, uh, what's his name again? Henry yeah, Henry Gibson. Henry Gibson. But the guy, why can't I remember his name? I mean, we always say R.D. Johnson. It's always how many times have we done that in the show? Stop thirty, man. Every time we think of that scene in the bar, and uh, William H. Macy's trying to pick up the bartender, and uh, he's uh, is a he's trying to raise money it. to get his uh, uh, braces. You know, mm-hmm. brace yourself for that scene, bro. The Whiz Kid, right? William H. Macy. He is so good. And all, everybody in that movie is great. Yes, they are. Philip Seymour Hoffman is great. Yes, he is. So let's go see Capote. What do you say? It's very gay. Uh-huh. I'll wait for it to come on cable. Plenty of see cm me too, and the same with uh, whatever. This other, and the same with, uh, and that's the way it is. The Admiral movie, it must be coming on the cable pretty soon, right? right? I imagine. Of course, it wouldn't have any significance to you because you're not old enough to remember Edward R. Murrow chain smoking on the Ear. I saw those clips, those movie tone newsreels. You releases. know who else used to chain smoke on the air? Gary Moore. Who? Gary Moore, very and no talent, but he was one of those uh, kind of like variety guy, and he was also the he was the host on I've Got a Secret or one of those. Yeah, I got a secret. And uh, he would chain-smoked right on the air back in the day when they used to have the faggot advertising on TV. Winston, tastes good like a cigarette should. Call for Philip Morris. They had Johnny, the call for Philip Morris guy. And then there was the uh, All cigarette ads were fine. Bring them back, okay? If people want to kill themselves with That's food, right. if they want to smoke those faggots, put it on the air and stop being such a bunch of phonies, okay? You phony, like you really care about whether people are dying from crap. The FDA, my ass. Twenty-seven after one at QM. Are you in a dead end job? Maybe you're grossly underpaid. Or well, speaking of underpaid, how's your race coming, Josh? I don't know. How's it coming? Lean on Clarence when he comes in there. About lean on him. He'll fall over easy. If your New Year's resolution is a high paying career, you better act now. Pick up that phone and call Fast Train right now at one eight six six Fast Train. Fast Train will get you trained and ready for a great new high paying career in just a few short months. That's all it takes out of your life just a few short months to get you a great new high paying career. The demand for medical coding specialists and computer professionals is at an all time high right now as I speak. And Fast Train offers can be in day, evening and weekend classes, job placement assistance and financial aid for people who qualify. So pick up that phone and call Fast Train toll free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. train they placed over 100 people just like you in 2005. Check Fast Train on the web at fasttrain.com, but you better act now in order to obtain that new high paying career because classes are filling up fast. So don't miss the the train of opportunity this year. Call Fast Train and make that New Year's resolution to get a life and a real job a reality this year. Call them toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, and be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call.
2: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 AM. Time to get it on.
1: And now, speaking for God, the almighty Pat Robertson.
4: You know, we've all heard of Lindsay Lohan's tragic fight with asthma and bulimia. But heed my word, if she had not disobeyed her father, God would not have put the asthma in her lungs. And then, like a harlot of stage and screen, she pursued a film career that sinfully promoted sexual relations with automobiles. I mean, did young Lindsay really believe Herbie, the love bug, would give the Lord any choice but to induce her belly to repeatedly and finally purge its contents. Of course, God will surely find his grace to return the health of Miss Lohan if the proceeds from this heretical film somehow finds their way to my collection plate, along with a few tasty photographs of her repenting bosom. God. Mercy.
7: This has been Speaking for God with the almighty Pat Robertson.
0: Hey, let's have dinner with Pat. Let's take him out. 132, 28 till 2, and Kimba Camper. Former CBS anchor Walter Cronkite, whose 68 conclusion that the Vietnam War was unwinnable, keenly influenced public opinion then, said Sunday he'd say the same thing about Iraq today. Right on, Walter, you go. Absolutely correct, sir. It's my belief that we should get out now, uh, Cronkite said in a meeting with reporters, and that's the way it is. <clears throat> At 89, the TV journalist, once known as the most trusted man in America, has been off the CBS Evening News for nearly a quarter of a century. He's still a CBS News employee, although he does little for them. He's still on the payroll. Kind of like Sam. Cronkite said one of his proudest moments came at the end of a 68 documentary he made following a visit to Vietnam during the Tet Offensive. Urged by his boss to briefly set aside his objectivity to give his view of the situation, Cronkite said the war was unwinnable and that the U.S. should exit Then-President Lyndon Johnson reportedly told a White House aide after that, if I've lost Cronkite, I've lost Middle America. The best time to have made a similar statement about Iraq came after Hurricane Katrina, he said. We had an opportunity to say to the world and Iraqis after the hurricane disaster that Mother Nature hasn't treated us well, and we find ourselves missing the amount of money it takes to help these poor people out of their homeless situation and rebuild some of our most important cities in the USA, he said. Therefore, we're going to have to bring our troops home. Iraqis should have been told that our hearts are with you and the U.S. would do all it could to rebuild their country and stop killing innocent people in uh, your country and uh, Pakistan as well. I think we could have been able to retire with honor, he said. In fact, I think we can retire with honor anyway. In other words, when in doubt, get the hell out. Cronkite has spoken out against the Iraq war in the past, saying in 2000... Plus, it's not far to Iran. It's right across the border. Right. right. Well, we got to have some war to fight. Otherwise, uh, you know, perpetual war for perpetual peace. That's Right. right. He has spoken out against the war in the passing in 2004 that Americans weren't any safer because of the invasion. Cronkite, who is hard of hearing and walks haltingly, jokingly, said, I'm standing by if they want me to anchor the CBS Evening News. CBS, of course, is still searching for a permanent successor to Dan Rather. Now, speaking of that, I got a bit, and I was... I don't know whether I should play it or because it's got a sound in there, but I'm sure it's not what I thought it was. I want you to listen to it. Okay. Did you hear this yet?
7: No. This is Dan Rather, former CBS Evening News anchorman, and now... A punchline. My former network's inability to find a suitable replacement for me demonstrates my true genius and complete and total domination as an Amir talking head. But let us speak about some of the names who have been mentioned to replace me. First, Bob Schieffer. Nice enough man, but please, he's got less hair than Madonna's armpits. And everyone knows you can't conduct the train if you use Rogaine. Another name that has been bandied about is Can I see that.
6: Yeah, that was that was the sound of a Rogaine bottle being squirted onto Dan uh, Sheaver's right. head.
7: Oh, okay. John Roberts, who currently anchors the Sunday CBS Evening News, there's a reason he's been on Sundays for so long. Plus, he's Canadian, and everyone knows when the camera light goes red, it can't be a hosehead. Then there's Scott Pelley. I was a hose. Sixty minutes. He was the guy who helped me make up the story about President Bush. I think. Plus, he's skinnier than Kelly Ripa, And everyone knows you have to have a meaty can if you want to be the man. And let's go from the ridiculous to the sublime. The frontrunner to succeed me seems to be current Today Show co-anchor Katie Couric. When I first heard her name in the same sentence as mine, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. This person thinks real news is announcing the individual weight... A each of J. Lo's butt cheeks, plus her head's too small, her eyes are too close together, and she reeks of Jean de When charged with the awesome task of replacing an icon, it's important to remember, you can't. You can only hope to find someone who isn't bald, Canadian, skinny, or so completely self-centered she thinks her name should be part of the Pledge of Allegiance. For now, this is Dan Rather signing off and reminding you, a whistle is to blow. A gong is to bang, and Katie Couric has about as much to offer the world as a frog with pins in its extremities laying on a high school lab table. This is Dan Rather.
0: Yeah, so was a, I think he's doing an armpit thing, you know? That's uh, a, It's a chortle, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, that's exactly, that's you see, that can be anything. That's right. So, that, that is just a great fit
5: right there.
0: I, I knew it, that's why that's I had it funny, to play Right. That's fantastic. Anyway, Ted Koppel. speaking of it, what a tie-in. No doubt, Norman Solomon writes this, and it's on our website, as a matter of fact. Do I have time for this? Well, I'll make time. No doubt many people are glad that Ted Koppel will become a regular voice on national public radio. He recently ended 25 years with ABC's Nightline show amid profuse media accolades. But what kind of journalist goes out of his way to voice fervent admiration for Henry Kissinger? Days ago, NPR announced that Koppel will do several commentaries per month on Morning Edition and All Things Considered. The Associated Press reported that he'll also serve as an analyst during breaking news and special events. There's some grim irony in the statement issued by NPR Senior Vice President for Programming. Ted and NPR are a natural fit with curiosity around the world and commitment to getting to the heart of the story. The role of news analyst has been a tradition on NPR news magazines, and there's no one better qualified to uphold and grow that tradition than Ted, they say. But the heart of the story about U.S. foreign policy has often involved deceptions from Washington. And since Koppel became a prominent journalist, he's been a fervent booster of one of the most prodigious and murderous deceivers in U.S. history. Henry Kissinger is plain and simple, the best secretary of state we've had in 20, maybe 30 years. About 30, man. Certainly one or two of the three great secretaries of state in our century, Koppel said in an interview. Koppel added, I'm proud to be a friend of Henry Kissinger. He's an extraordinary man. This country has lost by not having him in a position of influence and authority. Koppel was heaping praise on someone who served as a key architect of foreign policy throughout the Nixon presidency, Kissinger, whose record as an inveterate liar was thoroughly documented in Seymour Hersh's 83 book, The Price of Power, Kissinger in the Nixon White House, orchestrated bloody foreign policy deceptions from Southeast Asia to Chile to East Timor. Kissinger was the smart guy behind the horrendous bombing strategy that killed hundreds of thousands of civilians in Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia as he held the diplomatic stage. Kissinger was a smart guy who colluded with General Pinochet for the September 73 coup and the subsequent years of torture and murder in Chile. And Kissinger was a smart guy who, in his continuing role as Secretary of State, after Gerald Ford became president, by the way, Jerry's okay, he just has pneumonia, he's 92, right. after Ford became president, gave Washington's blessing for Indonesian troops to invade and occupy East Timor with mass murderous results. Kissinger was a frequent guest on Nightline, so reverently treated by Ted Koppel, that in the summer of 89, the host turned the moderating role over to the extraordinary man so he could direct the panel discussion himself. A few years later, in April of 92, Koppel was telling viewers, if you want a clear foreign policy vision, someone who will take you beyond the conventional wisdom of the moment, it's hard to do any better than Henry Kissinger. Koppel's fervent promotion of Kissinger was no anomaly. The longtime ABC newsman amassed a notable record of banging the drum for U.S. foreign policy when it counted the most in real time when a crisis was underway. Asked by Life Magazine in 1988 if he'd like to be Secretary of State, Koppel responded affirmatively and touted his qualifications. Part of the job is to sell American foreign policy, not only to Congress but to the American people. I know I could do that. Koppel made the comment while U.S. foreign policy in Central America included direct Reagan administration support for a contra-terrorist army in Nicaragua, along with backing for death squad, aligned governments in El Salvador and Guatemala. Meanwhile, his Nightline program regularly gave aid and comfort to policymakers in Washington. During the late 80s, researchers at the media watch group FAIR conducted a 40-month study of Nightline, 865 programs in all. The two most frequent guests were Kissinger and another former Secretary of State, Alexander, I am in charge here at the White House, Haig. On shows about international affairs, U.S. government policymakers and ex-officials dominated the Nightline guest list. American critics of foreign policy were almost invisible. But Koppel, the program's anchor and managing editor, didn't see a problem. We're governed by the president and his cabinet, and they're people he fired back, and they're the ones who are responsible for our foreign policy, and they're the ones I want to talk to. Instead of wide-ranging public discourse, Koppel show sure was primarily a conveyor belt for elite opinion at crucial junctures. Later, if he got around to exposing official deception, he was apt to debunk propaganda that he helped to spread in the first place. Back in '87, Newsweek quoted noted a basic disparity between the image and function of Ted Koppel. The anchor who makes viewers feel that he's challenging the powers that be on their behalf is in fact a quintessential establishment journalist. In that light, considering the overall coverage of Washington's foreign policy established by NPR News, Ted Koppel does seem like a natural fit. How do you like that, Norman Solomon? You go, Norman. <clears throat> On the Neil Solomon Show. I think I'm changing my name. I'm going to take my mother's maiden right. name. Well, you know, we got Goldberg. Right. Solomon. Mo Howard David-Idid. Let's bring him back, okay? what do you think about that? Uh, Eddie Kaplan. Right? Right. And we'll have to convert Mad Dog. That's all I can tell you. Unless he's going to have to become Jewish, unless he's willing to do two to six. This is Neil Rogers. What are you saying, man? All right. This
2: is 560 QAM.
3: Do oh, I'm do carry old church,
2: Republican song. do
3: do to do me
2: to carry me to carry me and carry me to carry me to carry me to carry
3: me for mansion shots and toilets
2: I put my car in military contracts Yes, I'm a few nephew, honey, and I lost all I had in this world My life is a ruin, I'm heading for the tombs Like all the old
3: clown punks
2: Appointed by Jesus oh, oh, I'm so good to miss that point And God, I guess I wasn't all that funny
3: you
0: know, we don't hear too much about the Duke no more, or even Tom DeLay or uh, any of these people no more, you know? Scooter Libby, right? Starting up again, Tommy? Yes, Bob Nay, Tom DeLay, what do you say? 148, 12 minutes away from the Kimba Boat Camper fill-in show. And maybe Kimba will be a permanent fixture in there. Evidently, he uh, likes that. He wants it. Isn't that what uh, the Humper was saying this morning? Don't we all? Humper is trying to, like, uh, get involved in that, which is okay. I mean, I'm sure they respect his opinion. And then again, uh, I don't know. What about Curtis? Remember we did that thing about uh, the greatest record of all time. I can't figure out if it's Crying, Amazing, or Living on the Edge. I think it's the healthy Dance I did Underground. By the
3: 1910
0: Poop Jump Company. Oh, speaking of that, I gotta bet that I probably wasn't gonna play, but I better, where the hell is it? Which one is it?
2: And now, the show that's the antidote to those liberal media distortions of our government. It's the West Texas Wing. Good morning, Mr. President. Oh, hey, Dick. What you got there? The list of gifts we accepted from crooked lobbyist Jack Abramoff. We have to give them all back, sir. Huh. Uh, What's on the list? Well, sir, I hate to be the one to tell you, but your Xbox is on here. Really? Oh, well. Oh, my, sir, you're you're taking it well. Hey,
4: between you and me, I I could never figure out how to turn it on. Uh, What else?
2: Uh, uh, my new pacemaker.
4: Uh oh, <laughs> Where's the surgery? Uh,
2: tomorrow morning, sir. Good luck with that. Well, uh, I gotta write some presidential letters and stuff, so maybe. Hey, uh, where where the heck's my iPod? Uh, that's one of the Abramoff gifts we had to give back, Mister President. What? But but but
4: how can I work without my favorite tunes?
2: I don't know what. Okay, okay, you're gonna to have to fill in, Dick. Uh, but, but, sir, uh, I don't think Peter I. it, Cheney. Uh, sugar, na 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 nah. Uh, honey, oh, honey. Oh, that's more honey, like it. Nah, nah, but nah, dear nah. SpongeBob SquarePants, I am a big fan. Anybody's can I get an autograph? Come back next time for a fair and balanced, compassionately conservative view of our government in action. Only on the West Texas Wing. wrong with the world today? I don't know what it is.
3: <laughs>
2: Something's wrong with our eyes. I'm dying over here. You things in a different way. God knows it ain't It's showing no, no surprise. Neo hey, oh God. Oh!
0: So let me ask you: You going uh, over to see uh, Aerosmith with Jeff Cohen? You guys gonna get stoned before the concert and go over and have a good time?
6: That's right. And then afterwards, the orgy.
0: Really? You and Jeff and uh, you and Ponytail and Al Goldstein. I'm and bringing Jeff Rimmer. I'm bringing Rimmer was bringing the town. Probably he wanted a piece of that. I'm bringing the Wesson. Environment and crisis were past the point of no return, by Michael McCarthy, environment editor of Independent Online. Thirty years ago, the scientist James Lovelock worked out that the Earth possessed a planetary-scale control system which kept the environment fit for life. He called it, why well, do you say it, G-A-I-A? Gaia. Okay. Goya? Goyam. And the theory has become widely accepted. Now he believes mankind's abuse of the environment is making that mechanism work against us. His astonishing conclusion that climate change is already insoluble and life on Earth will never be the same again. Oh, my God. The world has already passed the point of no return for climate change. and civilization, as we know, it is unlikely to survive, according to James Lovelock. In a profoundly pessimistic new assessment published in The Independent yesterday, Professor Lovelock suggests that efforts to counter-global warming cannot succeed, and that, in fact, it's already too late. Oh, my God. The world and human society face disaster to a worse extent, and on a faster timescale than almost anybody realized, he believes. He writes, uh, before the century is over, billions of us will die, and the new a few breeding pairs of people that survive will be in the Arctic, where the climate will remain tolerable. Oh, it's going to be like Toasty there, eh? <laughs> like bombing in 68. In the Arctic. That sounds like... Well, let's say by the end of the century, and it's uh, 2006, uh, we're all going to be dead anyway, right? Right. Any minute now. We don't have, like, any embryos listening. Right? Even a punk well, like Josh, to to, to uh, the end of the century, it's like uh, 94 years away. Yeah, that's so unless you're planning on living about 115, forget about it. I'm, I'm worried thanks. about it. Because that's, that's basically what our leaders are doing, after not forgetting about it. Not worried. Right. Right. This is the whole article is on our website. It's well worth reading. It's long. I'm not going to read it now. Just like I'm not going to go into this thing about uh, today, I'll save it for tomorrow. And uh, the the whole audience will turn on us. And you will too. But, you've heard this before, study says low-calorie diet keeps your heart young. And we've always poo-pooed that calorie-counting thing, you know, like Mm -hmm. that. But more and more of these studies have found out that uh, lower calories, people uh, between 41 and 64 years of age who consume 1,400 to 2,000 nutritionally balanced calories per day live a lot longer. About 15 years uh, longer.
6: I better spit out that pizza.
0: Uh, well, wait a minute. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not reading this right. Those limiting caloric intake had the heart functions of much younger people, about 15 years younger than their age. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. So, if you want to be all heart, do, 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 do. count the calories, baby. This oh, no, is Neil Rogers. i the cruise is room. She go
2: that. God. Abu Ghraib. Oh! Let's you some more prisoners, make them scream nice and loud. Get me some wires and a battery pack. I don't care if they ain't from Iraq. Should you use you to the torture? Cause we're just playing their game. Oh! In the past, it had to be worse with Saddam Hussein.
0: What's the worst thing about religion? That was our poll question, nine thirty-eight. See, we could have made a thousand easy. You huh? know, if we'd have boosted. Breeds hate and intolerance, three hundred and thirteen. Spawns violent fanatics, one seventy-two. It's all bullshit, one hundred and fifty-seven. Keeps people stupid, one ten. Nothing we need it badly, sixty-three. The God Squad, six point seven percent of this otherwise intelligent crowd. All of these things. Oh my God. Forty-one. Impede scientific progress. Thirty-five. A great waste of a time and money. Twenty-three. Encourages overpopulation. Sixteen. And I hate these polls. Solamente ocho. Bye bye bye. When it comes to sports. We the authority. Four twenty-five
2: sixty. WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale.
3: I ate uh, Kelleher with some me. The nice candy. <laughs>